Damn, but I will say, the second I said hot dogs, y'all fucking judged me. <laughs> oh, God, Did you lose your goddamn mind? I'm either gonna drink to be happy or drink to be sad, but either way, we're drinking. I'm gonna drink. I'll take you guys to New Jersey yeah. as a matter. Before we get to the show, I want to tell you about our sponsor, All in the Details. Is your car not looking how it should? Are you driving around in filth? Or maybe just need a freshen up? All those stains, lunch wrappers, coffee spills, dirt, sand, and boogers from the kids? Or from yourself? Are you ready for a complete transformation? Then look no further. Because All in the Details puts more pride in their work than any of the chain detailers. All in the Details offers several packages that suit your wallet. So regardless of the package you choose, All in the Details only puts the finest products that put the other competitors to shame. So if you want to completely reinvigorate the natural beauty of your car, then contact All in the Details via email, text, or even a private message. All in the Details looks forward to providing you with the most excellent workmanship and cannot wait to see the smile on your face when you see your car in its prime. For more information, go to njpadetailing.com, facebook.com slash allinthedetailspa, or instagram.com slash allinthedetailspa, and check out the beautiful, beautiful work that All in the Details has to offer for you. If you mention the podcast A Few Deep, you will get a free carpet shampoo. That's right, a free carpet shampoo. Only available in the New Jersey and Pennsylvania area. All right, everybody. My guest today, Barry Styles. Barry is a professional chef. Uh, he's been a chef for 23 years, I believe you said. Uh, we talk a lot about food, uh, some beer. Uh, we even mention uh, our death meals. Um, we talk about some family and a whole bunch of other good things. Uh, we didn't even actually get around to talking about music. But, uh, yeah, here's my conversation with Barry Styles. Enjoy. You know, nobody looks fucking cool on a Segway, I gotta say. Welcome to the show. My guest today, Barry Styles. What's up, Barry? How you doing? Not man? much. I'm doing well. <laughs> thanks for asking. Hey, thanks for having or thanks for coming on the show, man. I really appreciate Anytime. it. Anytime. Um, so we're gonna start with the Freewheel uh, Brewing Company for the first beer of the day. Great. And you just said you just said that you worked there too. I worked there a little after they opened for about six months. I did a special Sunday dinner there. I don't know if they do that anymore, but it was one dish and it was pretty cool. I liked it. And you said it was only the special, right? You had one yeah, special one dish. Special. Yep. Um, I've only been there maybe two times. I think mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's nice. Yeah, it's not bad. I it, I wasn't a Sunday. I think it was just like a regular, uh, you know, kind of. Uh, I had like a, a, a veggie burger right. or something. Like they, they have a black bean. Right. Burger it's got a good vibe. Do. Yeah. The original uh, founder, one of the original founders, Malcolm, he passed away a little while ago, which was really really sad. Oh, really? Yeah. Was he the original? Bro? Yeah, he was one of the original people. Okay, he was a uh, uh, made a lot of money in the tech industry, I believe. If I'm wrong, someone can correct me. But he basically decided when he got sick that he didn't want to live the end of his life in this job. And his dream was to open a a brewery with just what he wanted to do, and he did it. And he was very successful. And 
few years later, he just took him. It just took him. It was terrible. So, but I mean, he was a great guy. And he got to live out the rest of... He got of, to live out his dream, which is which spectacular. Mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, how many people get to do that That's right. before your, your end of your time? So, what are we drinking? Freewheel or what? So, what this is, is the Freewheel English IPA. 4.8%. Oh, huh, good. Is, you a little, little high for Freewheel. Normally, it's a little very, lower. very lower, yeah. Okay. Good, uh, though. Yeah. Brewed in uh, Redwood City, California. Love it. Which is uh, super local. Marsh Manor. Yeah, it was established in 2012. Mm-hmm. Sounds about right. Very nice. And this was this was bottled on May 18th, so a couple months. Yeah. Great session beer. Yeah, definitely a good session beer. And a, a great warm weather beer. And for an English style, the IPA is a little darker too, right? Mm-hmm. A little That's maltier. Good. That's good. But... Yeah, it's, I like it. I like the name too. It's not um, it's not super carbonated either, you know, because it's always the cast condition. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's good. Yeah, it's very nice. Nice. Yeah, some people have a hard time with the cask ales because they expect a lot of uh, carbonation. This is very low carbonation because it's not. I believe it's natural, right? Yeah. It's not like a they don't pump in any anything into it. Yeah, there's no CO2 pumped into mm-hmm. it. It's all that's what the English the hand pump. Yeah. Uh, so they yeah they don't really get it's very uh, the natural carbon. I like it. Um, yeah, it's cool. It's it's a good it's a good thing. I think. I guess it's for for a lot of Americans they're not really ready for because it's also like at a different temperature. Well, I, I've seen people turn it away because they're like, "What's this? This is not." They're like, "It's, it's they flat. want Stella." Yeah, they're like, "It's flat." I'm like, "Right, you, no, this I'm is like, what it's supposed to be." This is exactly what you're getting for that for that kind of. No, I the brewery is pretty cool. It's super small. It's like in almost like a. What do you call it? Like a mini shop. Thing, yeah, it's right? very, very, very small. Yeah, and the kitchen's tiny, and but they have high ceilings, so they're able to have the brewery stuff in the back. Right. Yeah, and it's pretty cool that they bottle and and, and ship local. I don't, I don't think they do any uh, kegs for the casks. Do they? They might. I remember, if I remember correctly, when it's been so long ago that I worked there, I think they were kind of developing like this plastic kind of liter or two liter. The bag which would hold the beer. I don't know if that because it was very light to ship because there's not made of metal or glass. Gotcha. And I don't know if that ever ever came about, but it was a I, great concept. Yeah, because I, I was I was wondering because there's I mean I, when I working at the Rose and then, and now I work at Ale Arsenal too. There is a, a cask there, but oh, you work at Ale Arsenal? I didn't know that. Yep, Wednesdays. Oh, yep, just Wednesdays. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, because uh, the girl works there. Which one? She's back. Oh, Jackie. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, Jackie's back. Yeah, she's yeah. out for The me. most famous bartender yeah. in Silicon Valley. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, she's back. Um, she's doing really good, too. Yeah, she's That's good. perfectly fine. Yeah, nice. Um, but yeah, she'd like, her, her, I think the doctor told her to chill for a minute, but she was like, I can't chill. <laughs> so she's, I'm back to work. Oh, good for her. But yeah, yeah so they have um, the hand pumps there. They have one there, and one we have one at the Rose. I'm, I was thinking, why Freewheel? I mean, there's two good bars, right? In general, you could you get out there more than you know. Let's say we have always what Racer Five, mm-hmm. Bear Republic on right. for cask, and mm-hmm. I'm, it's not to say it's not local, but it's Redwood City's far more local, and I'm sure that we would support those guys just as much as you know course, somebody you else. Have to. You have to. So yeah, I was wondering why they. I wonder if they have some metal kegs they could fucking dish it out mm-hmm. and be all good. Most likely, I would think. Yeah. I gotta find out about that. I'm just curious now. Now I gotta go over and just check it out and see if they do any. We'll go over of... there one day. Yeah, 
it's definitely. a small little eater. It's cool. They have, like I said, they had sandwich stuff and and uh, just random shit. Mm-hmm. There's a nice patio up front. I don't know if if you're able to drink out front in Revit City. Who knows? I don't know. We'll figure it out. Oh, was that like a thing there? Like I, a I think eventually uh, at one point you couldn't. Uh, who knows? Yeah, people were so crazy about that stuff. Yeah, I'm not ridiculous. sure. Which is cool about the San Carlos because the L Arsenal, we make our own little makeshift patio. Like every day, we like pull out these like rails and then line. Right, it. you need some type of barrier. I don't. Yeah. Even if it's just like a string, I think that that just you know constitutes some type of protection from someone stumbling in and accidentally drinking something. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you, like you can't leave this area with right. your beer. It's, yeah. it's got to be. Yeah. It's on that kind of level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of strange, but I guess I get the point. It's on that. I guess so. Yeah. But anyway. So, so Barry, you're you've been a professional chef for a I've long been, time. Uh, my whole life, actually, since I was about well, full time since I got out of school, I'm about twenty two, twenty three years old. But I've always worked in some type of food, bakeries, meat market, line cooks, blah blah blah, and now I've been professional here in. Palo Alto for since nineteen ninety five. Since ninety five, yeah. And what what brought you out here? I was working in a restaurant in Santa Fe, and I met these people that were opening a restaurant in Palo Alto, and uh, they said we'll give you a job if you come out. And I've kind of been here ever since. Okay. Just kind of really liked the area, started loving it, and then yeah, but I think it's time to get out. Yeah, yeah. What do you think? I mean, I love it here, but I've been here twenty three years, and I just think I need to try something something new. I mean, I mean, I love it, but I got another year or two in me here. Okay, I mean, maybe try somewhere else. I, mean, I can't imagine myself spending the next twenty three years here. What do you What do you What do you think would be your your next adventure to go to? Uh, what would be a cool place that you might? I grew up outside of Boston. My folks are still alive. My family is there. It'd be nice to be able to see them more often. As yeah. I get older, it becomes more important to me. Yeah, makes sense. So I'm thinking that. I mean, that's the most logical thing. And I don't know. Are um, they? Because you just got back from Georgia too, right? So are your parents in Georgia? No, my I got back from outside of Boston. My sister's in Georgia. Oh, okay. That's another option. But I'm, I'm kind of having a reverse midlife crisis. Okay, I, I call it this because most people that have a midlife crisis, you know, they're what have I done? I've I've I've, I've been. I've been, my kids are out of the house, I'm married, I, I, I never did this, I never did that, but I'm just the opposite. I've done all the fun stuff. Right. I've been to all lived. the concerts, I've done the dating, I've had all this fun, I've been to every party, I've thrown parties, I've had an incredibly fun time working in the restaurant business. Now that I'm almost 50, I'm, the reverse is, oh my God, I have to, I have to start to get it together. I, I, I want all <laughs> those things that the midlife crisis people don't want. They want they want what I'm doing, and I want what they're doing. So it's kind of a that's I think about that every day. It's kind so, of so you're you're thinking more on the like the family type of like I want to be around family, yeah, and I want to you know I'm almost done going out, right, I'm, right. I mean, I'm, I'm still having a great time, but I'm like oh, wouldn't it be nice like, to I'd, have a little more stability and this and that. But at 50 now, I'm like ah, oh, I should chill. Little, yeah, maybe I should, I should chill maybe out, I should take and, it back a little bit. Yeah, I can have some beers at home yeah, exactly with, with, yeah, with a, maybe with a lady, right. maybe exactly. or not, you know, depending. Yeah, go out to dinner, be in bed by eight, that yeah. type of thing. Doesn't bother me. No, I think I uh, like it. Even at my age, and I'm only what thirteen years younger than you are, I think, yeah. or maybe less. Maybe you, yeah. What are you? Forty seven? No, almost fifty. So you're forty. You're already forty nine. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the um, it's hard to believe. So so I'm Jeez. almost forty. 
It's like when Ozzy turned 50, no one could believe it. It's like, no, like, you're like, there's no way he's 50. Now yeah. you're like, he's 70? There's no fucking right. way he's 70. Yeah, I'm on the same. Even just pushing 40 for me is kind of weird. Mm-hmm. I'm just like... I never was... 40 didn't bother me. No? 30 bothered me. 30 bothered you? There was a point in my life where I said, all I gotta do is make it to 30. If, my, if I can make it to 30, things will be fantastic. And that was my first kind of worry when I turned 30. Oh, my, what am I doing? Then I got over it. But 40 was nothing. But now 50 is kind of... That's a big one. The next one's a hundred. One. Yeah, are there's you, nothing after fifty. Are you thinking? 50, of, you thinking about a big party? We should got. We should do a big Ooh, party for fifty. Man. Yeah, I have to. I, think you gotta, I have to. It's got to be a big party. In me. Yeah. I got. A, I got a big party in me. Definitely. Yeah. Hopefully, I'll still have the house. Yeah, we can make. Like I said, you, me and Darian can come hang out yeah, yeah. and help set up. I'm not cooking anything. Yeah, no, we can, I, we can totally cook. Bring, bring, we'll bring Rob. Make him cook. Oh yeah, perfect. Bunch of shit. Oh, yeah. yeah, we'll torture him. Yeah, we'll make it good. No, it'll be cool. Yeah, fifty's got to be definitely. A weird age to turn. Like, I can't even imagine right now. I can't even imagine turning forty, but that's gonna happen in a couple of years. So right. I'm just like, I guess it's, it's it's inevitable, right? You never feel that you're gonna yeah. be a certain age, right? You're just kind of there. You just show up, right? You're just like, you uh, I, even now I tell people I'm fifty because I want to get it over with. You're not fifty. I think I'm in my fiftieth year, right? Technically, right? Yeah. So technically, not your birthday, <laughs> yeah. right? But but this is your year. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens with that. Yeah. No, I think it's... When is your birthday anyway? So maybe... February. Can... February 3rd. All right. Yeah, we can make something happen. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. It's soon. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it comes up fast. Because like you be said, we to... talked earlier, it's going to be Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, boom. boom Super right Bowl, there. my yep. birthday. Yep, that's it. It's done. Yep. <laughs> the year's over, but boom, next year started. Sometimes the Super Bowl falls on my birthday, and that's always fun. You get the Super Bowl party <laughs> with it. Yeah. Get a little people watching some football coming in. Yeah. Are you... You're still... You still have the roommate too, right? Yep. All that? Yep, yep. Nice. All right. I've had a couple roommates over the years, but the one now is good. I rarely, rarely see her. She just asked me to go to lunch today, but I told her I was doing this. So Nice. It's unfortunate. Yeah, one out of every day. She's better looking than you are. I know. It's a uh, <laughs> better conversation, <laughs> yeah. better to stare yeah. at, better boobs to stare at. No, I, I totally get it. But, you know, this is a once, once in a rare rarity that you get to be and hang out and we get to do a, a little radio show. Mm-hmm. But I had to have you on. I was like, I gotta, I gotta make time or, or find when Barry can make time for me and and, and uh, get you on the show. Because yeah, you got a lot thanks. of opinions. And we every time we talk at the bar too, it's like we should be recording this. Yeah, we should be recording something because it's like, how's that not on somebody hearing that? You know what I mean? Over, that's kind of why I started doing the podcast in general because of um, beer conversations and you know people get loose and i'm like these some of these should be recorded not everything is gold obviously right. but yeah a lot of that it, it, like it's i'm like dude these these are hilarious mm-hmm. these are good these are you know let's finish off this bottle and start another one that, that was out that should that be was done okay. all right let's get another one yeah, going perfect. then what do we have next uh you want to go lighter or you want to go let's build you want to build i don't want to go lighter let's get a, a little mid-range one what do you got in there i think we could do the pale ale okay perfect so that's probably like Six percent. I mean, yeah, a little bit, a little bit uh, stronger than this one. Okay. So nice. yeah, let's let's uh, let's grab that. I just I just had all my I turned the fridge up before in uh <laughs> like a couple days ago, and then I had some back one of my beers exploded in there and it froze. A lot of things I had to like thaw out the fridge, it, like ruin some of my beers. I had to like pull them all out. 
Oh, you. nice. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you could send, we'll share. And then, you know, a couple, we each get our own. <laughs> oh, sweet. Perfect. Yeah. Let's let's open it. That's the sound of victory right there. That is there. the sound of beautifulness right there. So, yeah, this is the Alvarado Street Brewery Growers Pale Ale 5.5. So, so we're getting we, higher now. Getting so higher we're, now. we're stepping it up a little bit. Yep. Perfect. Where's this from? Uh, so this is from Monterey. Oh, okay. So, so Alvarado Street is in the Monterey area. And they've been cranking out some hipster beer stuff going on right now. Like their canning has become... I don't know why canning ever went away. Everyone thought, oh, bottles are so much sexier or classier. But no, it's I mean, just... Cans people are say, awesome. you don't want, I don't want beer in a can. And know what I say? Isn't a keg in a can? And they're like, huh? I'm like, yeah, well, a keg is in a, a can. giant fucking can. And the shipping and the cost is so... That's one of the reasons why they originally did it. Yeah. That, well, it used to be steel cans, but aluminum's even lighter. Right. Shipping a case of... It's got to be 10 pounds lighter. Oh, definitely. With the glass. Oh, with, with the glass, right. yeah. This, and the, the so, recycling, and you just smash these down, it's so much better. Oh, definitely. And then these are... I mean, this is mm. like beach beers, too, right? This is really hoppy for a pale ale. Is it? I, I think so. It, so. It's good, Let's though. Let's go. Don't you think? A little bit. Mm-hmm. Say, sometimes they say what kind of hops they're using. I mean, you can never tell anybody what something tastes like to them, like especially like wines and beers. Oh, I taste blackberries. I taste cat pee, whatever they taste in the wine. <laughs> yeah, cat shit. Right? Cat, and, uh, cat pee shit is one of these, the uh... cat pee is one of the qualities, which is funny. But this is like super fruity to me. Yes. So this is says uh, dedicated to the AG workers of the Salinas Valley. This is a juicy hop forward beer that drinks more like an IPA than a traditional balanced yep. American pale ale. Mm-hmm. The yeast strain produces uh, nectarine like stone fruit esters, which blend beautifully with dank hops. Yeah, dank hops. That's a good description. Dank hops, yeah. It reminds me of, if, this reminds me of, this isn't a bad thing. If you're walking by a tree with rotten fruit underneath it, you smell that kind of fermenting fruit yes. underneath the tree, like apricots or something. You're like, poof. Yeah, definitely. That's what that's, that's what, smells like to me well cheers man here cheers this is you. good yeah. it definitely drinks, it. drinks like an ipa for sure it's got a nice color too it's got that nice pale ale yep it's got that pale that haziness mm-hmm. to it alvarado street man they don't let you down they they've been cranking out like i said they there's one called uh Dwayne's world oh i like it yeah i like it and there was uh also a delorean dust one that they put oh, out in small i don't get cans. it what's that delorean oh uh, Back to the Future. Okay, DeLorean. The, the DeLorean. So it. they have the dust because of the, you know, it, it's hazy, and they've been calling a shitload of beers dust lately, mm-hmm. and it's just been like a, a trend, you know, producing the, the dust beer kind of kind of right. That's but, interesting. Cool. But they're all, like I said, they're all kind of fantastic in their own way. It's like almost it's the same. It, it's like when you when you. Drink something from the brewery, you're like, oh, I'm not going to have a bad time. Like, if you see something on tap, at, you know, it's like Fieldworks or something, and you like those hoppy beers, you're like, of course I'm going to try the Fieldworks, because I know that they're not going to let me down yeah. with that. Yeah. So, but no. It's been super good. But cans, and taking to the beach, right? Or, or wherever, like parks, picnics. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Um, are you are you a fan of the beach at all, or do you like... Oh, the- man, that's of course I do. Oh, that's right. Oh. You, yeah, because you go... Uh, uh, to fucking 
uh, Puerto Rico almost every we year. Go to Puerto Rico. My my sister and her husband have a place there. I try to get there at least for two weeks in in December. Yeah. Is this the same uh, sister that lives in Georgia? Yes. Yeah. So she yeah. has a house there, or yeah, yeah, they live there. Oh damn, that's awesome. Like, yeah, that's great. So I try to get there. They're great people. Do, Super generous. Do nice. they do they live half of the year there? Well, they, they well, they both work still. So they're they're in Atlanta most of the time. Okay, and they just go. It's so close. I mean, the, right? They okay, have direct yeah, flights. And right. It's just not. It's just very very easy. Yeah. So we'll see. Hopefully, yeah. I get to go there in December. But I think my job's gonna tie me down this year. Mm-hmm. So I've never been. I, I actually I've never been to the the Caribbean or any of that yeah. that area. Yeah. But I'm going to Jamaica next year. Oh, nice. So that should be fun. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, which it might it would be one of my one of my sisters, her husband, and two kids. And then my my dad and my stepmom. Right. So that'll be it'll be like a weird. The great thing about Puerto Rico is it's an American property, so you just you can go just live there. You don't need to have any visas or any permits. Oh, right. So you don't need no uh, citizenship. You just need your driver's kind. license or an ID. You just no customs. You just do it. That's what's so great about it. And it's so chill there. But of course, you need a job. I'm not gonna. You know, if, right. I, if I was wealthy, I could go. But I need to work, and I don't think there's. The job market there is too spectacular. How hard? Eight dollars an hour or whatever it is there. How knows. hard do you think it would be to open up? Oh, something of that what you would like, like if you could open it. It would. Yeah, I don't think that's ever going to happen. You don't think so? No, I don't. It's just, I don't know. It's too complicated. I mean, I do need things like health insurance and a stable job, and it's not just like. So you kind of made tons of money. I'm going to open like a hot dog stand on the beach and just kind of chill out and try to make a living, irk out a living, or just get do, by it's, it's very hard it's just do, it's difficult do, do you think you could do that though like just open up i think if i won a lot stand if i won the lottery i think that's what i would do just open up I, a hot, yeah. I don't want to retire I, I like to work and cook no I, yeah i but can't my, see my dream would be to open up to have a place like that where i didn't have to make any money i just have to break even and enjoy it open when i want have a great old time uh do, do you think without even winning the lottery, that you would be able to do that oh, and live a nice, comfortable life. Uh, who knows? We'll see what happens. Yeah, I uh, I think it's possible. Um, I only think you just need one thing to sell, and then that's right. That's it. And people will people buy. It's also very difficult there because getting product is very hard. Right, because it's an island. Yeah, it's just different. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. But um, there's there's stuff there, right? So there's like there's super just supermarkets and. Right, and all that kind of stuff, well, or, or Mark's Well, not markets. where they live. They live in a, a different, smaller island on, on Puerto Rico, and it's more like, you go to the farmer's market there, they have like, it was fantastic when I was there. One guy had this giant squash. It was like, you know, five feet long. And Jesus. you went up to him, and he's like, how much do you want? And he spreads his hands apart, and then he keep going more and more, and he'll take the machete, and he chopped off a whole chunk, wrapped it up, and gave it to you. I mean, there's like mangoes and... Incredible avocados, but generally there's not. It's very hard to get like tomatoes or lettuce. You don't kind of get those things. It's very it's very difficult. So you have to kind of so, go with so even that is is, uh, is difficult. Is imported the tomatoes Some, and all yeah, that. Yeah, but yeah, because I get uh, it's difficult. Can they grow a lot? Um, uh, I don't. It's just different. It mostly because it's like uh, uh, like tropical, right? So yeah, it's, it's just more, different. Yeah, it's just different things. Yeah, different stuff that they can grow, and they could, like probably even corn. They but can't I tell you really. what, I had, I went there for uh, Christmas one year, and we got a turkey, and I I think it was one of the best turkeys I ever had. It was smaller, 
But the oh, yeah. flavor was so incredible because it, it, I'm sure that turkey was like running around eating natural things and right, and it was like really gamey and like really good. I'm like, wow, this isn't like a normal turkey you get like from some big thing. Like turkey's like 40 pounds. They're like turkey's not supposed to be 40 pounds. It's supposed to be about nine pounds. Right. Yeah. It's not and supposed the, to be it was like just really injected with GMOs. It was like duck almost. It was like really good and like because it came. It's like a real turkey. Yeah, that would, I probably never had it. Yeah. Right. As good as that, or as yeah. fresh as that. Mm-hmm. That was good. So I remember that. But generally, it's difficult uh, to operate a place. Yeah. Do you think... So do, do you think that even like, a let's just say, a beach cart, and you had like a little, like the hot dog thing. Right. Uh, do you think that would do well there, or something that could be? Or maybe not, maybe not just maybe hot dogs, but like oh, something like... Ice cream, yeah. shaved ice, something you can get like that's super easy to do and just make a ton of money. They'd have to go and scope it out and, yeah, and do some research. On. There's, I know there's one guy that has a food truck there that has incredible, uh, what do you call it? The uh, Cubanos. The Cubanos. Really, really good. Nice. And he does a really good business out of his truck. Well, just but so you know what? It's just like, here's the thing. You sell, let's say you sell 100 Cubanos at in, price. in a day, which would be all day long. That's a huge thing. And the Cubanos are like, Seven bucks each. I mean, that's probably just barely even getting by with it. All the product and all this and that. It's, it's very probably difficult. cheaper living there, though, right? No? Yeah. Well, well I maybe it depends on how you want to live. I guess. I guess. Yeah. That's kind of seven hundred dollars a day. Uh, yeah, ain't too bad. Right. Right. Times yeah. whatever. Yeah, but right? that's. I'm just saying. That's. I would just make kind of making that up. It's just more of. Well, I thought about it. Just even making a sandwich and right. then pricing it out. Right. Selling it, and if you make at least a little bit, like double your money back. Yeah. Make, and you pay for everything else. It pays for itself. And yeah, then right. day by day, that that's pretty... Yeah, yeah, it's difficult. And if you have employees that kind of... Uh, fuck employees. Just yeah. you. It's only yeah, you. Yeah. You worry about yourself right. first until they establish And you don't want to... You're sick, you don't open. Yeah. So I, so you, <laughs> the way you think, you think you think a little bit further ahead, right? You're, you're more of like a... I'm already thinking 10 steps ahead before I actually uh, want to go, go with the idea, right? Mm-hmm. I think I think I think small first, and then like I think I'm like, no, it's just me. I'm making a sandwich, and then it expands. Right. You know what I mean? I don't worry about insurance. I don't worry about hiring people. Yeah. I only worry about like health code, I guess, like stuff like that that I have to like, obviously make sure that the temperature's right. But you already know all that, right? Uh, yeah. Basic generic I think the laws jargon. They're a little bit more lax, but you still want to be able to give someone a product, which is nice. Hmm. Yes. This thing always this goes black sometimes, but it's still recording. So, oh, that's <laughs> yeah. yeah, don't worry about it. No, yeah, um, but yeah, no. Uh, um, I think it could be cool. Yeah. How about yeah. you? What's your? What do you think about? Like, I know you cook for a while at some places, and you know, I, I'm you so. You want to own your own? I, I, I would like to own probably a just one bar kind of thing, yeah. a small bar, with a little bit of food, I not know. nothing crazy, right? I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to, uh, you know, I don't want to be like a four star rest. You know, no, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to put any kind of pressure on. I just want people to have a good time, right? And and drink some beers right. and hang out. But I would like. You got to make a living now. It's just that's the thing. It's just in. I, know, I think it's really I, tough. And I think there's always a market. It's just because people are always going to drink. They're always going to eat. Drink when you're happy. Drink when you're sad. Yep. And you're always hungry. Doesn't matter, right? Right after when, when people are drunk, they're like, Phew. "I'll tell you what." When people are drunk, 
You know what they want? Breakfast. Hmm. Right. Eggs. Yeah. So, I'm trying to. I'm. I'm gonna do some pork roll, egg, and cheese. So I bring some East Coast flavor out here. So it's like a sausage, egg, and cheese type. Mm-hmm. If you just made like thirty of them, wrapped them in tin right. foil. I know. Kept them in a heater, right? And yeah. you're like, when somebody's like drunk and your the business is going pretty well they're like i'm fucking hungry you're like well guess what we have sandwiches and this is all you get you open up between midnight and two in the morning yep done cross from a giant bar done and have breakfast burritos all wrapped up boom yeah 10 bucks 10 bucks 10 bucks 10 bucks maybe you could sell 60 or 70 i guarantee it and i that's the market (laughs) and that's it you're open for two hours yeah that's it yeah 12 to 2 or Whatever. If you want to stay up and like yeah, a live little in the, bit. Live in the back. Yeah, you could yeah, you could do whatever you want, you know. You could set your own fucking time. But those would be so good. Those would kill. Anything across from a bar that has duped with breakfast. And yeah. then that's all you could because like you're like, Well, do you have any um chicken? You're like, No. It's breakfast. Can yeah. you read the fucking sign? Right. That's it. Right. Scrambled eggs, bacon, yeah. sausage. Yep. Combinations of any of those three. Any of those three. And that's all you have to buy. And those mm-hmm. are the cheapest products. Mm-hmm. Well, besides I mean, bacon and you know, whatever it could be, but those kinds right. of things, but that's if that's the most expensive, well, what you're paying, like you could totally make fucking a living out doing yeah. that. Yeah, and you have to be in a place where they don't rape you on rent and codes and right. I mean, you're set up to fail in Palo Alto if you want yeah. to open a place. There's that place, that hot Ike's, dog guy, Ike's place. Oh, the hot dog guy from when it was at the Rosen Crown. He had a heart attack or something. Yeah, he? He had a, yeah, he had a Jesus, heart attack he was, or a stroke. If you saw but, him, you have a money that he'd have a heart attack. Oh. Oh I almost wanted to bet that he would. He was just, <laughs> do, but that was his life. He was just doing the truck. And that was so cool. That was a little self-contained cart that had a sanitizer sink and a grill and a refrigeration. And yep. that was that and, was a cool little thing. And that's all you fucking need, right? That's it. And he could have made a killing. What? Uh, I don't know. He's only making like two or three bucks at a transaction because he's not train. He's not. He's not marketing it right. What happened with that? He couldn't be he out just in front, keep up. but he couldn't have the, the cart there. You saw him. <laughs> He's yeah. just not a guy who yeah. can keep up with anything. He's just a bigger dude and being like, uh, I'll make you some. It's going to be about right. 30 minutes. I would already yeah. ha- I would already have a warmer. I know now, all about it. Yeah, exactly. So I, I, would already, I would have 30 ready to go immediately, right? You run out of 30, you're already pre-cooking another, right? So you know how it goes. Trickle down. He'd be there like, oh, you want a... Uh, you want a bacon one? <laughs> uh, he'd be standing there. I'm like, oh, I'll be on the patio. Yeah. He's like, call my name when it's ready. Yeah, exactly. But I felt like he could have really fucking cleaned up. Don't sell it for $3. Dude, sell it for fucking 7 Right. Put it up a little bit. It's Palo Alto. They're going to fucking pay for it. Mm-hmm. They're going to pay. And there's an ATM right there. Yep. Literally three steps, you're in an ATM. And then two steps back, you're in the fucking hot dog zone. Right. It's you got to sell a lot. I just know, like... But that's, like, even a Friday want, night, yeah. dude. To Thursday, wanna, Friday. Right. People always, like... I always run into people who say, Oh, wow, you must love your job, this and that, blah, blah, blah. I want... I've always wanted to open my own bakery. I want to make muffins. And I, I always discourage them. I say, Do you know how many muffins you need to sell in a day just to kind of, like, get by? Like, 500. Yeah. A lot of fucking 600. muffins. 600. And it's yeah. not... the It's not the walking people that... Buy a donut for their kid or a muffin, like two bucks here, three bucks there. You need to like, a church needs to call you and say, we want 500 donuts every Sunday. Yes. That's how you make your money. That is exactly You don't make your money. money. Oh, wow. All the time people are like, I can't believe that place closed. It was so great. Of course it was great. 
Because nobody fucking I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was wonderful. But you don't make money off of a, a frosted donut and like a, a, you know, a pint of milk and a here and there. You have to sell in like big bulk. Because anyway, bakeries. Yeah, I mean, and yeah, and you need to make seven seven hundred donuts or something a day or something. You have to make to yeah, make a it, living. And they're going to throw it away like day after day, right? right? So each donut, if it doesn't do like Chuck's donuts, probably does pretty well because that's they've been around for so long and that's mm-hmm. kind of what they do, right? Uh, but yeah, like opening up a really nice, like fancy kind of bakery with you know yeah, muffins. That's like, yeah, tough. It's a tough business, and you have employees and cleaners and coming in and like it's just crazy. Yeah, and trying to make that money and make a living is yep. that's difficult. Yeah. That's why I say I'd like to have a place where I don't have to make money just to break even. Yeah, yeah. To not worry we'll about keep, money keep would be playing great. those scratch tickets. Yeah, win big, <laughs> winning big on that. <laughs> yeah. I've been playing scratch tickets for a long time, for like 10 years. I figure I'm only $10 down. One a year? <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying in general. Oh, just in general. Yeah. yeah. You know, I win here, this, win that, win that, play this and that. So generally, I think after, I think I'm only $10 down after playing for 10 years. That ain't bad. That's not that bad. That's not bad at all. <laughs> playing for that long. Mm-hmm. Um, so and you were working at EA Games too, right? Yeah, that was a great job. For a long time. How I long worked there four years. Four years. I loved it. Loved it. And was it... It was basically bulk. It was just different. Bulk. It was bulk cooking. You know, you, you just, it was a cafeteria. You work your station. There's a taqueria, grill, Mediterranean station, Indian station. I loved it. But then I, I just woke up one day and said, you know what? I'm going to do something else. So, so not necessarily. It was, it was like, great. Right. So I you, loved it. So it was one of those, like, not necessarily like if you are loving a job or disliking a job. Because we talked about this before, about jobs, a job, right? You're, nobody goes to work. And says, "Ooh, I love shoveling shit all day. Awesome! Like, yeah, it's so it's so fantastic. Yeah, yeah, it's so fantastic. You must fucking love your job. But regardless of, because you have two types of lives, right? You got social, you got your your recreational life, and then you got work work right. life, right? Uh-huh. So you got to do both of those. Yeah. Um, but regardless of you, if you love it or dislike it, after a certain time, you're like, okay, something's got to change now. Done this. I've been there." It's getting super stale right now, and it's time to move. Yeah, leave on a good note, and you're always welcome back. Yes, very true. Yeah, yeah. Anybody out there cliche. trying to? Yeah, no, gonna, no. I'm not going to say the cliche phrase, but you, you can doesn't burn matter. Burn your bridge phrase. Yeah, you don't, never, don't never burn do your that. bridges, especially yeah. in the restaurant business, and especially around here, because every chef and every restaurant owner knows every other chef and every other restaurant owner. Everybody around here knows, each and other. they're going to say, oh, 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 what was Barry like? Oh, oh, Barry's awesome. He worked for me for five years, never missed a day, always showed up smart, clean, worked all day, never gave me a problem, blah, blah, blah. Okay, that's just what I'm looking for. That's that's, that's the restaurant business. Right. And I'll say, oh, I'll work here a year or two years, and mm-hmm. I'm, then I'm I'm out. And you also worked at the uh, the creamery, right? No, I never worked there. Oh, you didn't work there? Nope. Did you work with I worked Charlie? At, I, worked, I worked with Charlie. Where at? at? Calafia. Oh, at California. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I you were there. at California. Yeah, yeah, for very briefly. Very briefly. That was a hard job. That was tough. What do you think about it? It was fine. It was good. No, but what, what was tough about it? Was it Charlie? No, he's good. Yeah, he's an old friend of mine. Good guy. It was just, it was a little too much at first. And then kind of the catering thing. I worked in catering and it kind yeah. of dried up. Yeah. So I, just, there was just, there was just no more. So I just kind of went on my way. All right. You right know, though, whenever I say my paycheck clears, that's a good boss. Yes, definitely. that's all that matters. No, that's, that's the bottom yeah, that's, line. That's all you it's need. It's not my. It's not my place to judge. Oh, by my paycheck clears. Thank you. 
As long as I get paid. Yep. And I, I work hard for it. Yeah. No, I never not have not got paid. So I'm, I'm I worked there for a little while. Uh, Probably yeah, I remember, a couple, I remember, couple years. Yeah, I remember. Before I met you, I remember seeing you in there. Yeah. Kind of um, back in there. I, I worked at the, 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 mar- the market oh, yeah. side. No, was, and then also for the Shoreline stuff, which Shoreline, I mean, was yeah. goddamn amazing. It was fun. Yeah. Just, oh, great. Yeah. We, basically, all I did was... Uh, I was supposed to be smuggled into one of those shows in the back of the truck, but I never never materialized. Uh, early on, we could <laughs> yeah. probably could have made that happen. Yeah, right. Then the years kind of got a little weird, and people were like really honing down on those shows. Uh-huh. But... Yeah, if you had a lanyard and stuff, you just rob and Rob and Charlie too. Just push your way through these motherfuckers. Like, right. just show your badge and we get the fuck out of the way. I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I get it, but I'm not that kind of. It's like I'm nobody special. I'm just doing some catering here. I'm not. I'm not the chef or whatever the fuck I'm. You know, doing here. I'm pouring the last of my Alvarado Street growers. Yeah, this is a good one. This was good. Yep. Interesting can though. They have like a. Hand put on label. Well, that's that's which is interesting. Well, that's what they're doing now. That's yeah. that's the thing. So it's got to be cheaper in a w- weird. Yeah, you have to pay someone to put the labels on. It has to be straight, right? Because it's not printed on the actual metal. Like right, like you get a yeah, PBR, yeah, right? right. That shit's not coming yeah. off. Yeah. These ones have all been like that, like the new sticker kind of, kind of aluminum can thing. Like, yeah. and like I said, like I don't know why cans went away, but. They're coming back in a weird way. Because they went away because people thought they were cheap. I know. And I think, you know, I like steel cans because it well, keeps the beer colder. Well, that and aluminum's bad, aluminum, bad for if you. If you put a, a steel can in ice and an aluminum can in ice, I, would, I could be wrong, my scientist friends, but I think the steel can, the beer is colder. It might stay cold, colder lo- or cold than the longer. aluminum. Right. Aluminum is insulation, right? Insulator, right? I don't know. I could be wrong, but well, I think aluminum, it it's quick, so it can get cold fast, and it can also get hot fast. Okay, that's what I think aluminum this, does. Oh, interesting. I but think I love the because you know you I, there could, was some beer that you could take a aluminum out of the oven and then two seconds later touch it, right? Done. It's cooled off. Right. Cold, same. Not the same concept, but it won't warm up as fast. But mm-hmm. you get a cold beer, it's cold pretty quick. If you put it in there, you're like, ah, just give it 10 minutes. Go in there, boom, it's done. It's cold. Nice. So I think that's the the thing about it. And it's probably <clears throat> cheaper to buy than... I don't... I have no idea. Aluminum is cheaper. I'm just guessing. I don't even know... I'm guessing. ...where you even buy these... I don't have any stock in aluminum, which I should. It's probably amazing. So I think when you buy these cans, they, they come without the top on it, right? And then you fill it, and then the top crimps on it. Yeah. Right? Yeah, crimps on the top. Because yeah. i got an open can over on top yeah. of here. Is Anderson Valley? Oh, okay, I see it. All right. I, I went to the brewery and I did a little tour, so they gave me one without the top, uh-huh. and I was like, "I'll take it, cool." But yeah, you can see the top not on; they just crimps on, I guess. Right. And they used to make the when cans first came around, they were in the shape of bottles. The cone top. Oh, that's cans. right. Yeah, and that's because my little bit of history that I know when they were transferring from bottles to cans. The breweries still had the old bottling systems, so they had to have cans in the shape of bottles so they could go through the line the same way and be capped. It'd be capped. That's the why same. they're called the cone tops. Oh, so you, you remember those old things from thirties and forties? The cone. Yeah, you yeah. Collected mm-hmm. beer cans as a kid. You know those the Holy Grail yep. was cone top yep. beer cans. Yep. And they would go through, and that's why they went. And then they 
did it to, to the normal cans we know now today. That's the reason why they did that, to save money on the... They didn't want to change over the bottling system. So, yeah, they didn't want to change the production line. So it stayed the same. They capped basically bottle-shaped cans so they could go through. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. You don't want to change the whole production yeah. line. To and then make cans were on forever until all of a sudden the microbrew is like, oh, we need to have bottles. It's so much more sexy. It's like screw cap, screw cap wines. Yeah. Every wine in the world should be screw cap. It should be. I don't but want people, to pop that they can't. They can't... Uh, wrap their head around the simplicity of it. They're, they want to be like, oh, the sexiness of the cork and the whole production of the opening and thing. You know what? Do you think, And well, does it, does it if you want to save a wine or like, uh, you, if you want to... Well, there's no corkage in a screw cap wine. Right. So, but if you want to like preserve it, like if you want to have a 1920 wine, right, is a cork going to make that more preserved so no air gets in I, or out? I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I think... Well, a screw I, cap, yeah. I mean, is... Never. I think it ever goes bad. Yeah, I'm not sure. I get, uh, probably it doesn't go bad. Yeah, I've because it's still to, sealed, right? It's sealed. You have to talk to someone that knows more about it. Yeah, I'm not a really. I think it will <laughs> eventually spoil. I mean, there's not enough alcohol in it to keep it. Well, I feel like as, I as long as it's um, preserved in the right, and it never reaches like sunlight, yeah. pretty much anything alcoholic is good if it just doesn't reach sun. Yeah. You know, you know what we're going to see in the future when people start collecting all these high-end alcoholic beers, 9 12%, 14% higher? There hasn't been a generation of beers that high yet. No. Right? So when did those 14%ers start? Like really high-end IPAs and... And uh, the stouts, the bourbon age Like barrels. really high-end. Like, yeah. What are those? Um, what's the one I love from... Is it from Nebraska? What's that? Prairie? Prairie. Oh, from Oklahoma. Oh, from yeah. Oklahoma. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah, Sorry, Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I Similar love states. that Prairie Fire. Is that what it's called? What's that one called? Oh, the, uh, the Prairie Bomb? Prairie Bomb. Oh. Yeah. Just two of those after work, I just go home and have a great night's sleep. Yeah, it's, those are fantastic. That's a good one. And that's 13-1? So what I'm thinking 10 years from now, is that going to be, do people collect those? Or is that, like, people collect wines that are, wines are 13%. And people have them for, for years. years. Well, so that, what's going to happen with those? So it, it's just because I think that's that's part of the new. So Doug is Doug and a, yeah. maybe one other person oh, is. So you've been to Doug's. Oh, house, right. dude, <laughs> totally, dude. Doug's house is awesome. But you're going to get those. Like every time he's going to want to break out a two thousand. You can never leave. Doug, you can yeah. never leave Doug's house once no. you get there. No, you're sleeping over. At least. I love you, Doug. By the way, <laughs> yeah. No, you're, yeah, you're, you're not leaving it. It's it's going to be a good time. You're going to get drunk. You're going to watch something weird. Yep. It's gonna be fun. Yep. Um, yeah, we got. I gotta do another. I gotta hang out with Doug again. Yeah, I've hung out with him at least a month or two. Every yeah. time, we, you know, I, I, I just like hanging out with Doug. He's a good time. Yeah, I went hiking with him the other day. Has he done the podcast with you? Yet? Yes, only oh. once. But oh. I gotta bring him down now. We got some good microphones, a good mm-hmm. sound. Sweet. But I, the last one I did it was a travel one, so I took just the the computer and this other mic over here. It's kind of crappy mic, but yeah. but it was it was good. Because he was like, oh, I'm never comfortable anywhere else except for my house. I always tell so, Doug yeah. that, you know, that Dos Equis guy, the world's most interesting man. I <laughs> yeah. said, Doug, you should have applied for that job because you would have been like, <laughs> they would have hired you on the spot. <laughs> this guy, this needs to be the world's most interesting man. Yeah. Not yeah. that other guy. Absolutely. No, for sure. No, but he's always got those like high-end beers. So I think. Oh, yeah. Crazy stuff. I think over the time. Like he searches stuff out. Yeah. He's great. Like, yeah, he crazy. gets really good stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that definitely is going to be a thing um, throughout maybe a, 
the next few years, if not ever, but I'm, I'm not sure forever, but it's a trend right now where people are barrel aging beers and then preserving them for, you're like, oh, I just had a 2009, you know, uh, Wookie Jack or something, yeah, right. something weird, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, so whether it's it holds to its name or not, you know, if it's going to be good or bad, like... That just comes with the aging process. You never know. You can open up a shitty bottle of wine from 1980 and being like, "This is fucking horrible." It's probably amazing when it was brewed, but or you know whatever. But right now, it's not okay. But I think it's going to be a thing. Yeah. Speaking of aging, I was thinking the other day. So I I found this old bottle of hot sauce that I had to, to stray away from all the beer talk. No, totally. Yeah. And it was in a bottle. It was maybe 10 years old and it was it changed color to very dark and I'm like I'm gonna try this but you know what it was absolutely fantastic really age mellow so I'm thinking age hot sauces is the next thing aged hot sauces I'm thinking you got some you know how many hot sauces are there now in those little bottles thousands tons. of different tons different and kinds tons. Yeah. but you know what it was dark and it was uh, like very deep brown and I'm like tried I'm like wow it super mellowed out so you heard it here first. Aged hot sauces are going to be the next thing. They don't spoil because they're fermented or vin- there's vinegar in it. So right. They're so not, you, they're, yeah, they, the they're not going to spoil and they go on and on and on. So I'm thinking you got an old hot sauce and like get some 10 years, 15, 20 years old. You try them out. You're like, that's going to be the ne- next best uh, food show thing. Definitely. I have a sriracha from whenever it came out, 1990. I have a, a habanero salsa from, you know, 1982 I, I got in Puerto Vallarta. Right. Try this. Try that. That's the next best, best thing. Next that's the next thing, thing of what you're... I the, think that's the, the next industry. food thing. That could be interesting, dude. That would be I, really... Because I'm telling you, I had that. I'm like, God, I had this sauce. God, it's probably 15 years in my cupboard. It just kind of sat and sat and sat. Like, look at balsamic vinegars. Yeah. Look at anything vinegar-based. It's aged. People love it. I think that's the next thing. The thing is, people don't sit on them. They, they, they use them. So and they're gone. So yeah. I think if you have collected some hot sauces, that's the... So aging, you know, and not just getting everything in the fresh ingredients, but aging itself as anything with that, like the hot sauces and or the vinegar right. or whatever. Like Everything, every great dish is based pe- on vinegar. People love that shit. Right. You're like, I just had a dish from 1980 sauce with yeah. this fresh sauce. meat yeah. that so I just had. smoky and mellow and spicy. Yeah. No, I I think that's going to be that, that 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 would sound to me like the next food thing or craze that like people yeah. are aging hot sauce or some kind of vinegar. Yeah, right, because you got to jump on it now and start collecting because oh, because I don't think If they hear this of... podcast, you're 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 going to be the 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 yeah. entrepreneur of the yeah. hot sauce game. Yeah, definitely. Of holding shit back like this was from 3 years ago. Is it still good? Well, yeah, it's fucking still it's good. It's never going to go <laughs> it's bad. It's not going bad, dude. Never. Yeah. That's the thing. Everybody's like, vinegars never go bad. No. Certain things just don't go bad. Honey and vinegar never go bad. People yeah. ate honey from 3,000 years ago. They found in Egypt. I know every bizarre food fact. That's good. Honey does not go bad. Honey doesn't go bad? No. Never. I love honey, too. Yeah. I, I, I substitute all honey uh, or all sugar for honey, basically. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If I drink sugar, coffee. Sugar, sugar. Right, but. I don't yeah. drink coffee anymore, but. Uh, oh, drink. God, you're missing out. I, I quit coffee. I drink booze before I give up coffee. No. Uh, I'll give up coffee every day. I give uh, so I give I've been off coffee for about two and a half years. Oh wow! Yeah, wow. so I drink tea. Yeah, I drink teas, and you know, I use honey and with the mm-hmm. tea, and 
whatever. Uh, my girlfriend drinks coffee. I take a little sip of hers here every now and then because yeah. I like I love coffee, the flavor. What's if, your problem with it? If I drink a cup, I just get this weird fucking anxiety. That of course you do. Not goes away. Yeah, yeah. But I never <laughs> yeah. had that kind of anxiety with coffee before ever. But it sends right. me. It don't sen- drink it then. No, no. It sends right. me into a different world now. Of course now. it does. Done. I, I don't understand what happened with coffee, but because caffeine's crazy, if you if you if yeah. I, I don't manage it right, right, right. So and I drank gallons and gallons and fucking strong and gallons of coffee. But ever since I worked at Phil's and the strong coffee, and then about a year into it, oh yeah, you worked at a coffee shop, so you don't drink anymore. Yeah, it just it just it's like you work at the the pizza place. You can have as much pizza as you want. I don't want to have pizza anymore. Yeah, you're like I'm done with pizza. <laughs> I'm done. Done. Absolutely. Yeah. That's kind of yeah. that's kind of how it happened. I was right. just like, I felt really bad like a, uh, the next like a couple of days, and I just stopped drinking coffee. And I was like, I feel better. Right. If you worked at the candy corn factory and they told you you could eat as much candy corn as you want as I you ate, as you worked here, kill myself. You wouldn't eat any more candy. <laughs> no, corn. I would never eat candy corn. <laughs> but candy corn's better than fucking uh, circus peanuts. <laughs> I love all that stuff. If I worked at a circus peanuts. Those, those orange ones, yes. those kind of weird, like gummy, yeah, fluffy. Oh, they're, they're, they're disgusting. They're fucking. The wor- I, if you had some right now, I'd oh. have them. Now, you got any of those? I don't have any of those root beer barrels. You got any of those? No, I don't have any root beer those barrels. Ah, fucking circus peanuts are the worst ever. <laughs> worst candy ever. Circus peanuts. Is it? Oh god, there's got to be a worse one than that. What do you think? I don't know. I'm not a big fan of the gummy stuff. So you People don't like- love the gummy. I know Darian loves the gummy. He Darian does love the gummy. Loves the gummy worm, all that I'm, gummy tape, the little, the little uh, super cherry, sour worms, the, the cherry ones that I've he never, always gets. He yeah. eats those like mad. I, I just never been. A, that wasn't really around when I was a kid. It was. I wasn't. I wasn't a big like gummy worms. That wasn't around. Like, we had that powder where you had a like a like a sour stick and you dip it into the powder. It was oh, so the, disgusting! <laughs> what the fuck was that called? It's, uh, it's basically um, Kool Aid. Yeah, that you dipped a, 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 a well, you sour lick the, stick you lick the and stick, lick stick. Yeah. Pops, oh, wow. That was disgusting. I can't remember what the goddamn name is. But yeah, you you lick the stick, you put it into the powder, yeah, and then you eat the fucking gross. powder. It's just terrible. I wonder even why that, that shit took off. That's got to be one of the worst. I've always uh, equated candy with chocolate. And when it... It was either a chocolate candy or like a hard candy. Like yeah, sour different. balls, like red hots and Well, the red hots stuff. are great. Those are good. The, what is it? Uh, the Jolly Ranchers. That, uh... Red hot ball, like that That's atomic ball, fireball. Yeah, that was yeah. Or yeah. warheads. You have warheads. The choking ball. The choking ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because you're gonna swell like a fucking jawbreaker. Jesus. Yeah. Right. Like those they kinds of kids. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's yeah. Well, no one, no one I knew grew, uh, choked on it when I was a kid. Not in either. Yeah. I'm so I guess it was fine. Everybody's yeah. just kind of like, I guess it's working. Yeah. Putting one it out kid, to the one world. One kid chokes, and the whole world is turned on its end. Yep. Which is like Sorry they give that. you a fat one too. It looks like a fucking. Almost like a golf ball, like sucks in your mouth. Right. Like what the fuck, who's marketing this? That's like when they gave like weird toys to kids, right? Especially at, at our age, or you know, even even older. In my old age, yeah, right, yeah. The toys that nope. they gave us, and you like, never what? had a problem with it. Nope, still fine. Yep, that's true. Yeah, no, like that. Everybody's always posting like that. No, there's no like, we didn't wear helmets as a kid. Blah blah blah. You know that kind of thing. It's like, man, nobody... No, the only kid that wore a helmet was the weird kid in the neighborhood. He had, and there were no helmets growing up when I was a kid. There was no bicycle helmets. No, you wore, like, you wore a bike. But, but no the, helmet. the weird kid in the neighborhood would have like a Cooper hockey helmet because there was nothing else available. Yeah. So that's like the kid in the neighborhood would have that. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm talking about? It was like a very thin... You were younger. It was like Cooper. 
It was like a hockey helmet. It was a very thin plastic helmet with a strap. And there was a kid that always wore that because he was crazy and like falling all the time. So we always had that. You always had a helmet. Remember, I can't remember his name. I grew up in a really good neighborhood. Hmm. God, it was crazy. But same kind of thing, like riding bikes and never. skateboarding. Like you never wore elbow pads or. We didn't have skateboards when I grew up. In the seven, I'm older than you, but right. I don't remember anyone with skateboards really. Bikes though, it only came around very in my neighborhood in the very er, mid '90s because it got so popular. But again. it was it was in California in the '50s and '60s originally, right? I think it skateboarding. Was started, I don't know. When I think it started in the '70s. But people had scooters. Well, yeah, it was it well, was about in the um, 1920s, didn't they? I don't know those handheld like they'd make them out of a plywood and some wheels or something. Or well, they were, so they they took so they they basically wanted to take when you couldn't surf, they wanted to take it to the street. Oh, and the, okay. so that's kind of where it, it. So it originated in California from taking it from surfing to to skating. Uh, if you have you seen uh, the movie Lords of Dogtown, no, you gotta watch it. It's good. Okay, there's a really good Pink Floyd cover at the very end. Oh really? Wish you were here. It's a really good yeah, by, by this band Floyd. called uh, Sparkle Horse or some shit. But it, the cover is really good, and it's but it's a, about it's about the origin, the origins of skateboarding, and uh, the, the people that uh, took it to the first level mm-hmm. and got it popular and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, not just like Tony Hawk and, and right. all that That's kind of 80s. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, we're gonna take a little break, and uh, we'll be back for round two. Stay tuned, everybody. All right, we're going to take a little musical break. The song is from the first punk band I was in called Scurvy. It's off of the second tape we released called Not That Punk, and it was recorded at Jay's mom's house in Harmony, New Jersey, uh, with a four-track recorder. And it came out okay. It's I'm not the recording is horrible, but I mean for for the time that it came out and we were we were pretty happy about it uh, being teenagers and whatever uh my voice sounds like shit but what else is new so this is a song about us uh daydreaming on a rainy summer day in new jersey uh and dreaming about california and and we were thinking you know california's not dreaming of fucking nothing because they're out there doing it uh so and uh we should have moved out sooner but i it took me enough time but i i got here so uh this is a song, uh, Scurvy, California Dreamin'. California Dreamin', a sucky, sucky day. Gonna be a punk rock band, the San Francisco Bay.
Ice beer. Uh, when I remember ice beer, I remember Bud Ice from the late '80s in college. You got the Bud Ice. Like, we got we got the. Natty, I don't know if they make the, that anymore. The nat- I don't know. Maybe. Do I they? remember I was in this fraternity in college, and we had like a believe it or not a liquor rep that would sell beer to the fraternity, and he came by when Bud Ice first came around. And I think there was a pallet of Bud Ice cans. There must have been about 800 cans in that pallet. It was unbelievable. Jesus. You know what 800 empty cans looks like at the end of a party? A cleanup. Oh, I wish I had sure. a photo. Oh, dude. Uh, yeah, anything <laughs> labeled ice. I don't really understand it. Is It's brewed colder. Um, I'm going to tell you what. This looks just like Bud Ice. It looks like a Bud yeah, Ice. Yeah. And so, okay. So, so what's, this, the, what's the level on this one? Go ahead. Go ahead. Read it. What, what, I can't so, read it. So what are we drinking? So Modern We're Times. Modern Times Ice Beer. But uh, 4.8, is that what it is? Lager. Interesting. Yeah, I think it's so what it is. 4.8 lager. Yeah, exactly. Yep. We'll see what it is. We're going to try it. And like you said, it reminds me of Natty Ice when everybody's drinking it in dog shit parties in Pennsylvania. I don't know about this. Yeah? What do you think? Is it crap? Let me try that one. Make sure mine's not bad. <laughs> you can try mine, yeah. But oh, yeah. Just make, sure, make sure we're not... It's the same? I gotta take it. Do a little sip. I don't really get it. It just smells... I mean, it smells... Like, the aroma's the same. Okay, so you know, I, I always say I never met a beer I couldn't get down, but this one's got a little uh, 
It, it reminds to... it reminds me of it's a little methaney to me. A little methaney. I, I don't know. A little that's metallic. A, no, like like methane, like gassy. I don't know. It's hmm. like. Hmm. I don't know. Sorry, modern times, if you hear this, but well, compared to what we were drinking, yeah, right. This is completely different. This is, but you know, I'll tell you what. I, the ice lives up to its name because it's not fucking that good. It's yeah, not. It's anybody. You create a beer. You want to label it ice? It's dog shit. Yeah. <laughs> no offense, modern times, because modern times, you put out some fucking cranked ass beers. Yeah. There's some really good beers from modern times. I don't know what this is. This is although I don't know if you change my palate in the and, summer. And look at the. Look the, at the, the, the can even looks fucking. The artwork is 80s. That's well, the can looks like I would drink a natty ice. Right? Yeah. That's like the same. Right. Same kind of concept. Maybe that, I don't know. This probably isn't any cheaper than the other Modern Times beers. No, it's yeah. expensive. Yeah. I would say if you want to drink ice, go for Natty Ice or right. Bud Ice. If you can find any of those, don't drink Modern Times Ice because it's just too expensive for the same exact thing. Yeah. You might get a little drunker. Oh, well, I'll drink it. Oh. I'm not going to lie. I'll get the. I'll get it down, but I'm like, eh. It's not my thing. You know. Yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Okay, Joe, let's switch. Right. Uh, let's switch around and I'm going to ask you some things. About right. food, since food is my life and everything. So and I, love I always too. ask people, if you're going to be executed tomorrow Ooh. and you had your last meal, I'll tell you mine after yours. Okay. Two courses, first course, last course, maybe some drinks in there, dessert if you want to. I'm not a big dessert guy, but... I'm not a huge... So you have a, a choice and you can have whatever you want. You want me to go first just to kind of get the ground rules down? About what my last? I'll go first because, okay. um, mine not might not be as epic as somebody else's. Mine's not epic. It's very simple. I, I'm okay. So go ahead. Go okay. Ahead. Uh, f- okay. So last meal, just last meal, or for so how many? We're doing two. So courses? you're gonna you're gonna be uh, what state are we in? California. California. Electric chair. Is that so, it? So yeah, electric. Yeah. We okay. Can get so we're that. in California. So we're um, in uh, San Quentin. I thought it might be injection in California. It might know. be. Okay. It could be. So anyway. So you're executed. You have a last meal. It's going to be beautifully prepared. What's your go-to? Go-to dish. Just one or we have... No, you have a first course, last course, eh, whatever, drinks. That doesn't matter. Okay. So I'll do a first course. First course and a or, drink. Or I'll say appetizer. Yeah, whatever. then... Just what you're drinking. My meal and drink. Okay. What you're drinking and what you're eating. Like okay, so three, three things to eat, three things to drink. Let's put it that way. Okay. So drinking... Um, uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with a beer for sure. And for I'm, your first course, what's your meal? What are you gonna drink with it? Okay, so first course, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with a PBR for your first beer. But what, for what the first gonna, beer, what are you gonna have with it? And with my appetizer with it, chicken noodle soup. Okay, like a like a hearty, solid bowl. Interesting. Of chicken noodle good. soup. Good. You're not duplicating me. That's no. good. Okay, I, I like that. Am a soup fanatic, and I oh, that's good to know. Uh, I oh. just love fucking soup, and I think every single restaurant in the world should have a soup of the day. They have to. They you should. You know, to be if you own a restaurant, you have to have a soup, and you have to have a salad on the menu because that's yeah. all your money. Yeah, you don't make a lot of money in other things, but you make mm-hmm. a lot of money on soup. You make a lot of money on salad. That's you have to have it. You have to. Yeah, you got to. Every place will. It's, it's no question about it. Yeah. Okay, and, so you have a chicken noodle soup. And I'll take a PBR for it? the first course. But what's in it? 
Like, what's in the soup? Okay, so soup is going to be the basic chicken stock, whatever you're going to have. If you could make the best ever fresh, awesome, uh, fresh vegetables with the, you know, the chicken bones. And if you can make the the broth, but... Noodles or rice, what's in there? So I'm going to have udon noodles. Uh, You can get get those from Whole Whole Foods or even Safeway. Anywhere. I make those all the time. Uh, Free range chicken, organic. Um, I'm going to take some carrots, celery, and onions. And then a little bit of spices, a little bit of salt, a little bit of pepper. That's it. No hot sauce or soy nope. sauce nope. or anything? Just nope. clean. Just clean straight, flavor. Just okay, straight. that's your first thing. A PBR first thing. in a chicken noodle soup. Okay, yeah. so next, you have your the, main course. The next one, I'm probably going to take a glass of, for my last meal, I'm going to do a, a glass of Cabernet. Probably something California, something nice mm-hmm. from from Napa, you whatever. Know, something nice, good red wine, something really strong, and maybe about fifteen percent if I can get that. And I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do a steak, medium. No, I'm gonna do steak, is not so rare, but as rare as I can get it. What kind of steak are you gonna have? I'm gonna do. Um, I'm gonna do. Damn it! I'm bad with steak names okay. until I see it. What's uh, it look like? New York. Say New York. New York is good. Could be a New York strip. Yeah. But it's gonna be. What's the other one? So there's like. A, I can't tell you the other one because that's my mid. Is that's that yours? My last meal mid course. I'm gonna say like. Uh, um, How about rib? Like short a, ribs. Like a, or like a ribeye. Okay. I, actually, I think a ribeye. See, that's mine too. So, so a ribeye or one. or a sirloin. So but yep. so between a, uh, the sirloin or the ribeye, mm-hmm. I'm probably gonna go with the ribeye because yep. the ribeye is like that's the best one. Tender. Yeah. It's like butter in your mouth, yep. right? So I'm gonna go with the ribeye. And the combination because so what I do for my steaks is I don't use sauce. I, I use sauce for my steaks, but on the side, and. All you do, and, and Rob taught me this for of just preparing the steak, salt, pepper, each side, let it sit, chill out for a minute, then sear it, and then cook it for a minute, and then perfect, mm-hmm. medium rare, kind of rare, and then what I'm going to have with it is this sauce is just ketchup and uh, crystal hot sauce. Okay, mixed, crystal hot sauce. Mixed together, <laughs> yeah. Crystal hot sauce mixed together. With what? Ketchup. Oh, okay. So you make it as your own sauce. You just right mix on. it. And then... There's it, the... Yeah, it creates, there's the vinegar. It, yeah, it creates the perfect sauce. Mm-hmm. I don't need steak sauce. This is like... It's a little spicy. Right. It's sweet, too, a little bit. So it's a perfect steak sauce. So crystal and ketchup. On the sides, I'm going to have Brussels sprouts. How are they prepared? Uh, Tender. But like, what are they cut in half and seared? Yeah. So are yeah. they shaved into a confetti and seared in bacon fat? So they're no. All fluffy and beautiful. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Let's do bacon fat. I like, I like that. that. Yeah. Definitely bacon like fat that. or duck fat, and you shave it on a mandolin so it's like a confetti. Yeah. And you get the pan as hot as you can. You throw in your protein, whatever it is, like you said, bacon or bacon pancetta, or, I think and then bacon boom, would be great. and then you throw the Brussels sprouts in, but no liquid because the Brussels sprouts will release and you get this nice fluffy, crispy bacon with the steak and yeah it'd be fantastic and then you gotta change the sauce on you though that's okay and so 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 and then one more maybe a part of the meal because it usually comes with uh uh like a starch of some sort so like rice or mashed potatoes i might have some mashed potatoes mashed potatoes are good if they're done right yeah 
I okay. guess. So yeah. And, and dessert or anything or any? No, I don't like dessert. No, I'm not nothing, a big fan. Not nothing. I might okay. eat some blackberry, black raspberry ice cream. If oh, I can find that's it. That's a good one. Yeah. I like black rat. Yeah. Raspberry ice that's cream. A, you is know my what? Favorite. You say black raspberry. That's East Coast. Is it? Yeah. Because oh. they don't. I don't think I've heard. I knew I don't it was know. So I don't think I've heard that out, out here. East Coast black raspberry. What does that mean? It means blackberry. Black, yeah, blackberries basically. Or raspberries dyed with something. I don't know, but we had that blackberry. I think so. Mine would be, I'd have a dozen of the best oysters. Wait, is this your this is your appetizer? This is my death my, de- my death meal. Yeah, yeah. you be your appetizer yeah, first. Yeah, okay, yeah. so you have an appetizer and a drink. Uh, it's got to so. be a dozen a dozen of the best oysters. Okay, and beside it, a tall, salty, ice cold, spicy Bloody Mary. Hmm. Very nice. And that's what I want. All right, I'm almost ready to die right now. I want the <laughs> best oysters. I think. The best drink with oysters is the Bloody Mary. I just you don't even need anything on the oysters. Nothing, because you have enough no butter, tomato and acid from your Bloody Mary. You just take take the oyster and have a little Bloody Mary. Anyway, little, that's little my little combination there. And then my second course, like I love the seared ribeye. At my job, I have a dry rub. I make it from green peppercorns, fennel, and porcini mushroom powder and you rub it in, and the porcini mushroom powder gives it like a little umami kind of flavor. All right, it's gorgeous. I gotta get some of that. Bernay sauce, of course, and the best French fries ever. Double fried, crisp, puffy, beautiful. That's my second course. Oh, and a, a glass of a, a very good red burgundy. Yeah, that's what I want. Nice. Can't be fooled. Good that's red perfect. burgundy. Perfect. That's my second course. And I, lo- I do love dessert. I'm back and forth, but I think maybe like a piece of blueberry pie or something. Yeah, some Madeira. Okay. And then. You can take me. Blueberry pie would be good. Yeah. I think that would be nice. Yeah. yeah. You don't get a good one anymore. No, not not at all. There's only three ingredients in blueberry pie. Crust, blueberries, and sugar. That's it. Yeah, I don't know what people got so complicated. Well, They want to do this and that. They want to put this and change it yeah. and this. You know what? Manipulation is for, everything. You know, the, the blueberries are good. It's pretty hard to F up a, a blueberry pie. You yeah. just kind of put it in the thing and you, you cook it. Yeah. That's it. People are just like, oh, I want to add, oh, how about blueberry rhubarb? How about, you know, no. Rhubarb cheesecake, blueberry cheesecake. Right. Yeah. You know. But no, you got the pie going. I like the pie. The crust is good. I'm not a big pie person, but, yeah, I'll tell you what, I would take the blueberry pie with the raspberry right on top, a little scoop of ice cream. Boom. No, who is it? Some comedian, I think it might have been Jerry <laughs> Seinfeld, who said, who's putting Excuse on? <laughs> me if I'm wrong, but. Someone said, no one stands in line for cake, but people will stand in line for pie. I don't know who that was. I don't know who that but was. But the cake is like... I hate cake. When, once you're past five years old, cake has no point in life. I was, I was, I'm a summer baby, so every time my birthday rolled around, I had ice cream cake. And it was just ice cream. You know what? I had ice cream. Uh, I was never a fan of that. No. The Oreo. It was so cold and kind of... Oh, that's what I loved about it. Yeah. Summer it was the very, summertime. so fucking hot out. You see, I was born in the wintertime. Oh, ice cream cake was that's right, well, February. Yeah, that's funny. I it was like, oh, it was disapp- It was depressing. <laughs> you like? I want a, like a warm. I got a mouthful of depression. Yeah, I want a, yeah, <laughs> I want a warm, nice pastry pie thing, and I love that. Mm. I ate really well growing up. That's good. I uh, and I think it kind of made me the man I am today. No, <laughs> I'm that's, joking. Hey, as far as food and cooking, I great, great food. I mean, I I look. I like what people are eating now. I'm like, I ate better as a kid. You know, of course we had some, like, you know, 
we had six kids or six kids, six people in my family, four kids, my mom, my dad. And we, of course, we had food, which was, you know, made for six people, pastas, stews. But it was all very, very good all the time. Yeah. And I grew up on, on Cape Cod. We had great seafood and yeah, before you guys, it became expensive. Yeah. I'm talking about, the, you know, I'm 50. So growing up in the 70s, like things were still relatively inexpensive. Fish and chips, scallops, clams, those things. It was like something you could go and take a family out for. It's one now of those. It's, it's, it's crazy now. I just went back there now. It's just like, it's worth it. But you can't. You can't take, you know, now you take your two kids out and wife and it's 100 bucks no matter what you do. Oh, especially in Palo Alto. Yeah. I mean. So like the creamery in Palo Alto, the Peninsula Fountain and Grill, great dude, place. super expensive. If you have hamburgers and shakes for four people, it's got to be 100 bucks. It's over $100, yeah. For the tip. And you're like, yep. I took my kids out for burgers and fries and, and shakes. If, and if we just got shakes, it would be 50 bucks. Yeah. They're 10 bucks each, yeah. something like that. Probably. Right? Yeah. Nine, nine, yeah. Right. Maybe 11 But you know like what? That. I understand it. I understand. It's super high quality. It's fantastic. But that's what things cost. How much is a gallon? You know, I'm an old man now. Well, How much does a half gallon of milk <laughs> cost me when I go to the store? I can go to CVS, $7. I'm not paying for this. Yeah. That's yeah. my best old man accent. Well, way. that was the the Adam Sandler when he's like, <laughs> I remember when they used to cost a nickel. When bread used to be a nickel. Yep. Oh. Yeah, well, that's, the, you know, and then that's aging and... and um, it is aging because I remember I would buy a candy bar for like 35 cents and my dad would say it was a nickel in 1940. I'm like, well... <laughs> and you're like, hey, dad, guess what? It's yeah. not 1940 anymore, yeah. motherfucker. It's 1975. But still, so now it's uh, yeah, now so, it's twice as much. So I, I, and this is where kind of life is weird with me right now, right? So I am, I'm wondering why that always is, right? So what's, so why does why why does everything have to go up? Uh, why why, well, why aren't you get, num- why you get paid more? But why aren't numbers just numbers, right? You get paid more, you get do stuff, but, but why isn't? A nickel, just a fucking nickel. That's like, really interesting. Why does it have to go up? Why can't it just stay the exact same? Why does everything have to be um, fifteen dollars? Does that make it more than so, the gas was? So you're saying if you're then? getting paid thirty thousand dollars a year and candy's five cents, why is it you're making a sixty thousand dollars a year and candy's ten cents? Yeah, exactly. What's the difference? I don't know. We're all just—it's it, like it literally just goes up to go up. Right, there's no rhyme or reason for it. And everyone else follows it. So there's so there's no really difference. It's just no, just numbers. Just numbers. The numbers are going up. That's it. Why does that happen? Why do we need to? Why do we need to make twenty four dollars an hour compared to ten dollars an hour? With everything, if price and rents five hundred dollars a month. Yeah, if it was just the same, and we made ten dollars an hour, what the fuck would be the difference? Right. Nothing. No. It's just a number. It's a it's weird. uh, Weird money stuff going on and I just don't I, I never understood it I don't mm-hmm. get it I don't get why things and why people and why people this is people people make things difficult nobody else it's people that make them difficult right if you had a strategy and I had to follow your strategy you're making it difficult for me but if I learn it you know quickly I'm like okay that makes sense to me and then you get a bunch of people on that same strategy, right? They're doing the same exact thing you're doing. And then we just get a million people to do it. And then everybody's doing it. And then all of a sudden, you're like, okay, cool. 
Let's get another guy in here and goes, let's raise it 10%. And you're like, what, the, what? Why would we do that? Because people will think we're doing something important. We're not. We're just keeping everything the same and raising prices. Why? There's no reason. So you have more of something, right? More money, more fucking whatever, right? Because certain things cost, right. I, don't know, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just rambling on. Of course, that's what we're doing. Bullshit. So but, I know, Okay, so, so I'm going back to food. Tell me... And maybe what's your one or two or three, you can keep on going, of your favorite food experiences? It could be someone had the worst cheeseburger of their life on, you know, in some bar somewhere, but they were having the best time and they remember it. Or you're at a concert, you have garlic fries. Like, oh my God, I always remember those garlic fries. I had the best concert. So could be the fanciest restaurant in the world. So some some things stick out in my mind. And, and so for food-wise, um, I'm a big breakfast person. I love eggs. I love the, the you know, the, the potatoes, uh, bacon, any, any sausage, whatever comes in a breakfast uh, era. So I had, and this is my new favorite breakfast, and I will eat it anywhere but the first place I did have it was Calafia. Oh, let me guess. Blue Max. Nope. <laughs> That's my guess. Blue Max is good. No, yeah. I, I didn't Chicken have Chicken and waffle? Nope. Oh, sorry, Wave, Charlie. Huevos Rancheros. Oh, nice. Huevos Rancheros. That's a good hangover breakfast. And everybody has Huevos. Well, not yeah. everybody, but there's a few people that have Huevos Rancheros. They still didn't do it as well as I had it at Calafia. It was just the exact thing I needed at that time. Mm-hmm. And I was like... I got to order this more somewhere. And I tried it at the creamery. It almost made it, but it wasn't as good as Calafia's. Mm-hmm. I tried it at the Sky Bar Cafe Airport little thing in uh, San Carlos. Not as good. good. Oh, I've never been to that place. It's kind of cool. Very random. It's a right. very dinery. Okay. Very like watch little tiny planes just yeah. take off. Oh, I didn't know there. Yeah. Lots I've never of been there. I've been to Izzy's though there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Izzy's is... It's interesting. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So, that, so that's one of your favorite meals you've ever had. Like, how about a memory of something? Of like, I'm going like to tell a, you my yeah, okay. story of it wasn't the greatest thing I've ever had. I have tons of food. All I do is eat and drink. That's yeah, my, oh, no. On my days off. That's what the fuck all else I do. are you going to do with our exactly. life, right? That's my life. Right. That's, that's... So I would say, I remember I went to Mexico with my family, not my family because I don't have kids. Nor a wife. I wasn't but my mom, my dad, and my my brothers and sisters. How we old went. were you? I was twenty two, maybe. Okay, twenty two ish. I was nice. in college still. So we're in Puerto Vallarta, and I'm with my dad. We're on the beach, and there's these two kids, meaning you know, twelve years old, thirteen, and they had a little fire on the beach. I'm like, what the hell is this? And I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, we're catching fish. I'm like, okay, and do you want one? And I'm like, oh my god, I'd love one. So he casts his line out like over the reef, and he they were catching these long silver fish. Oh, they were probably about ten inches long, really silvery. And they were catching them, and when he caught one, they get it on the store, they clean it, they put a skewer through it, and he grill it on the beach. Right there, twist it over, dollar. Had some hot sauce, Corona, a dollar. 
two bucks. I think it was one of the greatest meals I've ever had in my whole life. Really? As far as the experience of that sounds catches awesome. a fish, he pulls it up. Beautiful. I don't know what it was. It's really kind of like, like a gar it's type the of thing. Freshest beautiful. thing you could ever have. Right skewered there. it, grilled it. You have a little low hot sauce, whatever it was, and a Corona, two bucks. I'm like, life is good. That's what I'm saying awesome. about. Can you imagine doing that? Like, if you're in like San Gregorio or Monterey, and it's just like all the fun of food's been just stripped. This is my. You can one make it thing. fun. You can keep it. Fun. I know, but you're you're just handcuffed all along the way with if, if I want you just. You have to have a barrier. You have to have sanitation. I understand those things, and it's because it's getting huge. someone sick. Yes, but if I know, but that's the only like problem. You just a grilled fish on the beach and a Corona from a thing. No one's going to get sick. It's not hot sauce. You're not going to get sick. It's true because no, so you're not holding fish in the refrigerator and spoiling. You catch it, you grill it, you sell the Corona two bucks. Fantastic life. Well, I read a weird story in. Uh, uh, from Costa Rica, they did something very similar. They caught oysters, or oh, okay. or, or something like that, right? They got they caught some oysters or some kind of shellfish um, on the beach. It was like super fresh, like fuck it, whatever. But what happened was the red tide. Oh, then there are toxins. Yeah, so they right. so no they so they didn't know. People ate it. Got but that's really only raw. Really sick. That's only raw. I think right. No, I think they cooked oh, them. Oh, yeah. Maybe, I don't know. I'm guessing well, you're they right. cooked them. So even where I'm from in Cape Cod, when, when there's a lot of rainwater, yep. and, and the, there's a lot of fresh water, because Cape Cod, there's a lot of estuaries and things coming off the ocean. There's mm-hmm. not a lot of turnover. Mm. So when there's a lot of fresh water, it allows the bacteria to grow. Because the salt water will kill most most it's things. It's rainwater, and it's a natural thing. It's called red tide. You can see it. You can see the red. Yeah, you well, see and it. And the shellfish are filtering that. It's a natural. Yep. It doesn't hurt the shellfish. No, no, not at all. But like you have but, a raw clam with the thing, you get the neurotoxin, whatever. You like, can be very called. pretty fucking ill. Uh, so I guess that's why we have regulations. On, yeah. You know, if people didn't know what they're doing, like you, I would trust and be like, hey, listen, we're not, we're not eating this right now. The red tide is fucking coming in, so mm-hmm. we're not doing it. Right. Right. Well, you're not allowed. Yeah. They, there's postings at all the places. No shellfishing. And that's yeah. and that's the way it should Fine. be. No, it's perfect. But that's regulations and rules. And, you know, that's the idea of, you know, that, that's the only thing I can think of because, like, you know, don't be an asshole. Get somebody sick. It's like, it makes sense. But if we're producing... Uh, knowledge like this is the sanitation rights I have these thermometers like trust me I got shit that I know it's not going to be I think we'd be okay mm-hmm. I think we'd be fine knowledge yeah. is power and knowledge is everything like so knowing about something and why this happens like yeah, we're right. good so and that, one of my other ones was I was just visiting my mom and my dad they live on Cape Cod and I went with my dad and we went down to the water and got mussels and it was just the most incredible mussels you could ever imagine. And we went back in a big pot and cooked them up like a half hour later. It's nothing like it. Yeah. No, it's I think be that's the... what I love about like like food is you kind of have to be there. Yeah. Anyone can get lobster in Palo Alto. But it's not like a lobster you get on the Off Northeast of, uh, yeah. or wherever. You just get it and it's just like everything is just so... Are you close to... Right. Were you close to Boston? Well, I kind of grew up there outside of Boston, but my parents have always had this house on Cape Cod. 
which is just beautiful. And you just it's go get directly there. right on the beach or right or, well, or, you know, or well, close. Orleans is basically between Cape Cod Bay, uh-huh. which is a couple miles, and the ocean, which is a couple miles. It's right. a very thin it's peninsula. Right, very right there. Okay. So I just like, you know, whenever I go back there, I always say, oh, I'm 10 years old again. I'm with my dad. We're going to get mussels and clams. Just like nothing. It's just so nice there. And those are my great eating experiences. Clams on the half shell, mussels, you know, you go to the fish market, nice things. It's like with your family. That's, and it's super hard to duplicate that in the restaurant atmosphere. Yes. It's very, very hard. And I don't think, I don't think I, uh, as a kid, I didn't experience anything that great. Yeah. So you, you got you got the nice. So yeah, my my uh, food was really a big big part of my family. Yeah, m- mine yeah. was not that. Like I didn't really get fresh ingredients. I didn't get really well cooked meals. I, I remember, yeah, when I was young, I would say it's probably mid teens. My parents took me to this. You know what? I never forget it. Actually, it was called Chef Chandler's. It was this New Orleans kind of restaurant, which somehow became this cult kind of restaurant. It was in the back of a bar in Boston. And you had to walk through the bar with all the day drinkers and stuff. Yep. And you went in the back and this guy had a little kitchen back there and he, he made like this Southern food. And I was like, wow. I remember walking to that place like, like keep walking back. And we, I went there and have a meal with my mom, my dad, like red beans and rice and some other crap. I yeah. But I always, that's another thing. I just think of memories food memories and there's so many of them that's good i mean oh my god like so many great all my great times in my life have been revolved around that barbecues things friends dinners i'm gonna say one of the best memories i have as a little kid for food memory was a pig roast and that was probably the best fresh experiences I could get that my parents threw a party some or somebody threw a party we were invited in the east coast would do a lot of pig roast they would you know do the dip in the hole in the ground and just mm-hmm. roast the pig the whole day and you get the best pork right of all time you know what I mean and I was in my friend's wedding years later uh, there was a roasted pig and everybody was just you cut the tongue Anything. It's unbelievable. What a, it's it's the mo- one of the most amazing. It's things. like, is this gonna be enough? And you're like, oh my god, it's unbelievable. It's so <laughs> much. A pig. How much can you really eat? Four or five ounces of like uh, yeah, really you, rich yeah. pork. Yeah, and there's like a forty pound pork. It's like no, every this is right. for a wedding. Oh, dude, you're you guys. Everybody's feeding nice. You know, mm-hmm. with a little couple appetizers and some random things there. Yeah, it's oh, it's fantastic. Yeah, I, I it was one of the best experiences I could remember for food. Uh, besides, like corn on the cob, like sweet corn on the cob. Yeah. Every time you like, my mom used to steal corn across the street because it was a farmer, and it was just like fields, yeah. like fields. She'd be like, "Yeah, I'm bringing home fucking corn on the cob because it's it's fucking free. I'm stealing it <laughs> sure. right now. Yeah, why not eat it? Yeah. So that those are some of the good memories I remember about. Yeah, like, some stuff like, like that. Me as a kid catching fish, my dad and bringing them home, bluefish from Cape oh. Cod. Corn, like so many good like food memories. Like I said, blueberries, all these things. Everyone yeah. always thinks there's something new. I, I've worked with food my whole life. And I'm like, you know what? The, the basic things are the best things. I don't need to have some 
creative oh i'm gonna do this and that my one of my jokes is all this fusion cuisine i'm gonna like right i'm gonna have a uh, Inuit and Caribbean restaurant. It's going to be seal meat with mango salsa. Is that a lot? Has anyone ever done that before? <laughs> Probably not. I maybe. But who knows? But but I get what but you're it, saying. You know what I'm saying is yeah. I'm going to do the fusion cuisine was a big deal because everyone was bored with everything else. This is why I like just steak and fries, oysters, Bloody Mary. I don't need to have this mix of culture. I mean, it just doesn't oh, make bullshit. sense to me. It's just, yeah, I just, you know what? I love all Asian foods. I love Has like, been... everything. But I don't need to have, you know, like Southwestern mixed with, you know, soy sauce and some other crap. I don't need to have it. Has there, I have no interest in it. Has there been anything uh, new style of something created that you actually like? I don't, I don't think there is anything. It's still new. been very I just traditional. Think it's kind of, you know what? There's only, I always say there's only so many basic foods on the earth i mean carrots celery onions you know peppers those are the basis of everything yes there's like things with weird names and then when you eat it, you're like oh you mean cabbage or right. you mean lettuce right. i don't care if the lettuce is purple or colored yellow with all these things it's still rainbow carrots it's still yeah, rainbow fucking carrots. It's still you know carrots. if you're blind big deal carrots a carrot you know what carrots a carrot's you know what the best carrot is the best carrot is the giant carrot you get which is like three pounds if you work in the restaurant business you get produce which is giant which is huge yeah. i call it jail food because <laughs> those are the foods that go to jails the most no one wants a four pound potato no one right. wants a, a carrot which is you know three and a half pounds giant but it tastes exactly the same i'll yeah. defend it you give me the babyest most expensive organic carrot and you give me the most like overproduced giant carrot and I make a food out of it exactly the same I agree no difference no I agree and I'd rather just peel one carrot instead of 500 I would yeah fuck, so, fuck peeling all that yeah, shit yeah carrot is good carrot cuts them carrot, up carrot celery yeah especially the prepping thing, the sous chef that's like some, the worst job the, the protein is the most important grilled fish grilled meat a little bit of carrot whatever a little that's it a little bit of acid as I always say yeah I like vinegar. I I, uh, I really like salmon and ma- and mahi mahi. Oh, you like mahi mahi? I do. I like mahi mahi and you know mahi mahi. When I first started cooking, was almost free. It was employee meal stuff. Oh, I love that shit. It's yeah, good. You like it? It's the best stuff. I'm I'm not a big seafood person, like right. a seafood kind of. What guy. do you like about it? It's not too. Uh, it's not too fishy. It's yeah. not. It's uh, you could you can um. You could uh, saute it and uh, butter garlic it or do you know whatever you want and it really absorbs that flavor you know they changed the name of that they did you know in the 80s they had this kind of resurgence of changing food names because things weren't selling like portobello mushrooms that's a completely made up name cremini is the name cremini Cremini is a little teeny so picture a normal button mushroom but it's brown yeah that's cremini when it grows very big it becomes a portobello because and in the middle one they call portobellini what the it's fuck? bullshit. It's all bullshit. And no one was buying it, and they gave it a fake name. What's up with that? This is what they do to sell things, and the um, like it's like canola oil. Everyone knows canola oil, but yeah. the real name of canola oil is called rapeseed. No one's going to buy anything called rapeseed, so they changed the name. Fucking weird. Now I'm going back to our original conversation about the mahi mahi dolphin. Dolphin, yep, just fish. dolphin, just dolphin. Yeah, yeah, totally. dolphin. No, I love it. Like, oh my god, dolphin. Well, dolphin's not a porpoise or not a mammal. No, it's a fish. It's a fish. Because it traveled with the with yeah. the I'll eat that shit. So they, it's fucking great. So they changed the name to sell it. 
There's lots of things that they do. The anyway, well, and with the do you, do you find so another thing with the the oil we were t- you just we were mentioning with the with the canola oil the rapeseed yeah do you think so not rapeseed but grape seed no grapeseed is different right so have you had the grapeseed oil I've had that yeah yeah right or you know or just mm-hmm. use it do you use that more than like maybe no. olive oil no. or no canola oil mainly canola always? olive oil for finishing canola for cooking canola for cooking good yeah. to know okay. Yeah. I got to use some more like the canola then just for cooking. Because mm-hmm. I, I try to make like random things and like, you know, some of the similar, uh, I don't know, whatever I'm making, I like, I, I try it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I could, oh, your girlfriend's in the bathroom, right? Oh, right. All right. So, yeah. So. Something else is coming this way. Oh, look yep, at that. Yeah, we got one more. Nice. So last beer of the day. Okay, perfect. Well, for the podcast anyway. Yeah, for the this podcast. This should be a good one. I'll be out. <laughs> I'll be out later. But you'll still be out, out and about. So like about you, Barry. You're just a lot about. So I got I got this one. I'm reading this. It's yeah, go for it. Old Sunny Days Barrel House Brewing Company, Paso Robles, five point two by volume. So we're gonna try this. Should be a nice hoppy blonde ale, is what I'm guessing. Yeah, I'm not gonna bore you with reading the whole thing on the label, but it's basically it says grab a bottle or a pint. So we're gonna do that. We're grabbing a bottle. Oh, then it says cheers at the very end. I like that. <laughs> An easy ending to any sentence. Cheers. Yeah. Just enjoy. Uh, They used to say sincerely. Now they say cheers. I think that modern times ice was better at the end. And then I think that's just because I'm buzzed. Yeah, maybe. And I don't care. This is going to be the, this is going to be the good one. Yeah. I think this is going to be tasty. Mm -hmm. This is going to be nice. Yeah, I, I find it that some when some chefs come on, they don't want to talk about food a lot because okay. I, know I wish that's that, like I, your thing. I wish you could take callers. Oh, I wish we could. Take I can talk also. about food forever. Oh, the food is it's the only thing I even know about. Food is. I like to think I know most answers to things. Yeah, let's oh, get a little bit more. Put that yeah, in yeah, there. Okay. Yeah. Let's finish that bottle. There we go. There we go. Nice. Perfect. Um. Yeah, I find it. It's. I love cooking. So, and I find it what you were just saying too was like once you turn it into a job, people fucking hate it. I know. I know. Music, uh, anything. It's like anything you know what? You it's love. kind of like yeah. It's like if you're a salesman, you're not making any money unless you're out on the road. You're drawing your own time, but you're working on commission. You have to like be driven by that job, or like if you don't try to sell it's, if you don't believe in it if you tough. don't believe in the product that you're say, selling yeah. if you're selling uh refrigerators or cars same thing yes same job those are easy those are fucking if i was a salesman for those jobs yeah those are cake you gotta get a sell though it's uh, i mean someone needs a refrigerator they're gonna get one exactly you, just have to you say, need a hey, car look. you're gonna get one mm-hmm. what, what, what am i gonna sell you on a bunch of bullshit knowledge you know what the car does it drives right that's all you need to know yeah I know. Well, back to the what we were talking about was the whether you like to do something, or you tolerate to do something, right? Or you like this is the greatest thing ever. Because you got to put your love. I mean, into there it. are some people like I don't. I'm trying to think who in my life that people like my. I have the greatest job ever. I'm like I, I don't know what some. I don't know. Like my job is good. I like it, but I wouldn't say it's what I look forward to. So like, okay. Vacation. I don't know. I mean, what I'll, would, I'll what give would you, it okay, be? So I'll, like, I'll ask you a question. If I, if I made money to sit here all day and talk to you, that'd be the greatest job ever. 
That might there'd be, be. There'd be if some. If we day, could make money, just bullshit. But there all would day. be some days where I wake up like, oh my you're god, like, I don't want to do that. You're like, I really got to talk for fuck another hour and a half. Right. Like, what do I do? I've talked about everything already. Yeah. Um, what am I? Exactly. I hate it. I don't. Oh god, I hate that guy. I don't want to sit across from anymore. Right. Blah blah blah. That's yeah. the thing. So there could be. So it's anything. There could be the perfect scenario. So okay. So I'll ask you a question. If besides this, because it's chit chatting, drinking beer, so smoking weed, fucking hanging the fuck out, <laughs> talking on a microphone. Because that's fun. Mm-hmm. If you could have the perfect job, what do you think that perfect job would entail? Well, I think I talked about it earlier with you. It's I love cooking. Mm-hmm. I want to make people happy and come to my place, but I don't want to have the pressure of having to do it every day to get by. Like I said, if I won the lottery or something, I would have a place. If I just broke even, I'd be happy. I don't want to bleed money. But I I love, like, whatever, have a lobster roll stand or cheesesteak stand or some some great foods and just have have people come and go, thank you. But I don't want to have to have the pressure of paying the bills for my job. It's, that's my, kind of not what you asked, but I don't like that feeling of oh my god i have to do this because i have to pay my bills and whatever and okay so we're gonna do if you could take the equation of money out of it yeah i'd still cook for a living okay oh i love it so that's the uh, so i think everybody does so even this the sense of me doing things right like so i have to do stuff for a living i have to bartend i have to Deal with a bunch of shit. Well, you, you know. must love bartending. Yeah, right, oh, right. Between midnight and one in the morning on a Friday must be your favorite time. Always. But you know what I do like? <laughs> not being a mechanic anymore. I'm bartending. I make the same amount of money, if not more, but, than being a mechanic and fixing cars all right. day. Uh, See, and I, some people say, oh, wow, I'm a, you know, what's the term for my grease monkey or mechanic? Grease yeah, mechanic. grease monkey. Yeah, you're and a like, fucking wow, grease monkey. Love, but you know what? I think if you were that in the 1950s and 60s, it might have been more romantic than now. Oh, it's better. My friend does... Um, it's better now. Well, my friend does... My friend works oh, I'm on sorry. some it's, other It's better cars. now than... No, no. It, it could be the same. Uh, it was probably better then because... Uh, you, you know, know what, engines. doesn't well, matter whether it's a, right, a lawnmower and, and or a car. And also, you know what you can do? You can do it casually. Anything, oh, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reiterate and say that anything you can do casually that doesn't have to be put out immediate is the best job ever. right exactly there you go if you can I take your time you. and right. figure out if whether you're working on a car creating yeah. a food dish you're like no, no no listen the carrots take time to blanch or i'm cooking the onions you know i'm doing this first to create this certain i'll give thing. you the best paint job car ever but you know what i have another job so uh three or four months if you can deal with it i'll get it done a little bit at a time that type of thing. Like, you'd love to do it. Yeah. That, but you don't want to be pressured no, into... It, then that's where it becomes a, a, the worst job in the world because you have to crank out in a certain time. And nobody likes to study. Nobody likes to cram. Nobody likes to fucking be a, told to have a deadline. I don't think people like that. I don't like that. Right. If it's casual... I mean, yeah, I understand you need your car back. I get it. But let me... You brought it to somebody. I want to fix it right the first time. You know, I want to do the best work I can for you. So I got to, you know, I got to figure it out first. 
there's a lot of there's a lot of diagnosis that goes into somebody's mechanical instrument breaking down. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like okay, what happened? This happened. Why did that happen? What were you doing? Blah blah blah. You're like, oh, okay, you overheated. Okay, so now, now I can go and figure it. You know, it, it can go anywhere. It's such a big, you know, a plethora of 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 obstacles to get through in order to find out exactly and pinpoint what your problem was. And I think, but even food can be that way too, because food is very time consuming. Um, and even my girlfriend would be like, I thought you said it was going to be ready a half hour ago. And I was like, well, listen, I had to wash dishes. I don't have a dishwasher, motherfucker. Like I have to wash. I've never had one. Right. So I got to do this to do that and make that shit happen. Right. right? Like, what do you think? Like, food is time-consuming, right? And, and- yeah, oh, so, yeah, right. So, one of the things I always talk about is, so, you have to be ready by 5.30, and you have, say, five things, five major things to do. This takes a half hour, this takes a half hour, This so you figure it out. But no one ever figured out the time in between the two. Right. You, even if it's just two to three minutes to get ready for the next project... At the end of 10 things, you're a half hour behind. No one thinks that three minutes here, three minutes there, three minutes there are a big time. But you have all these things. You're like, oh, my God, I'm a half hour behind. Right. It's not like you start on the next one. You have to kind of get ready. So that's what you're kind of talking. Time is. Time is. And at the restaurant, which is the most difficult thing, is you open at 530. And guess what? The universe will go on forever. Five thirty will always be there. Five thirty will be there, and you're not. Re- sometimes you're ready. It's not like I'm, you're not ready. I'm filing some report with you and some like bullshit like thing or no no. no. And I go, oh, you know, I'm not ready yet. It's going to be another couple days. You're like, okay, don't worry about it. I'll be okay. Yeah, no, I'll be fine. It's okay. Got to pick my kids up, and I got to be out here by six thirty. So you better be ready, type of thing. <laughs> right, exactly. Instead of some other thing, right? And that goes back to uh, that time. Is really everything because people got to fucking be places and they got to do things and they got to like, so you almost have to put a time. Yeah, and it's more and than it's, ever now. And that's the I don't, pressure. The pressure. I don't get it. I don't want that life. No. And so the so also getting back to the best job ever is the casualest job. If you can do it on your own time and 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 you know that's back to the salesman thing. It kind of comes to if you're on your own time. You have to be still working, but it's your own time. I don't care if it's at midnight to five in the morning or doesn't matter, right? You have to still keep working, right? No, it's but you like an artist. Oh, people love my art. I, I make three or four paintings every year, and someone's paying me twenty thousand dollars for each painting. You're like, it's still going to take the same amount of time, motherfucker. You still have to do it. I gotta. I'm going to create a painting, but it, it's on my time. You're on right. my. You're paying for my time. I'm taking your twenty thousand. And I'm making it last for six to seven months because. Mm-hmm. But you have to do it. You but have you have to, to do it. it. But yeah, but then you have to do it, right? You're, you're forced. It's almost a, a, that's a casual force thing. You're like, paint me a picture, artist, or getting tattooed, right? You're like, your art is time but, yeah, and time but, is yeah. on. You're doing it, it fast. Com- it always comes down to that you have to work to make a living. Mm-hmm. I'm not living off anybody. Work is great. I'll tell you what. Work in general is amazing it gives people a purpose you have a sense of purpose we need it we do if you so, were just yeah, if so, you sat around and smoked weed all day on the right. beach with no chicks no. with big tits all day it'd be <laughs> excuse amazing me. excuse me mom when you hear that <laughs> sorry mom 
But so one of the amazing. Great, one of the best pieces of advice that I got about working was so you know we talked earlier if you're still listening like an hour ago about so my sister and husband have a, a place in the Caribbean and the guy that takes care of the property when I'm out there I think his name was Evan I hope sorry Evan if I don't and I was talking to him about moving there to live and he was like you know what Barry I I'm married I, I live on this island and I own a landscaping company and I haven't been to the beach in two years and I live on the island I get up early in the morning I go to check out my sites make sure the guys are doing the appropriate things because these people are paying me money. And I work all day, do paperwork, I go home, I go to bed, say hello to my wife, and you're on vacation. So when you're on vacation, you think, wherever you it's go, different. whenever I've gone on vacation, I always say, oh my God, I want to live here. Everybody says that. But the reality is, of course, you're at the bar all day, you're on the beach, you're having a great time. This is a great life. Of course it is. That's what, vac- that's what vacation is. But the reality about... This guy, Evan, was, I get up at, before daybreak, I go to all my sites to make sure everything's done, and this and that, and I go home to my wife, and it doesn't matter where you are. You could live in New York City, Chicago, you work in the morning, you're like, oh my God, I'm going to go home. It doesn't matter what your resting place is, or your no, bed. No, no, no. And he's like, I haven't been to the beach in two years. I'm like, no, you're why like, would you here? Not, uh, know what I think? Now, why would you live here? Because I, I work for a living, and so I think... The romance of moving to a new place. The reality is, I had need a job and an apartment. And right. So romanticizing things, about something and like is this and that totally and, different. And it's just more of like wherever you go. I could move to wherever Australia or Sweden or, or Nepal. But the bottom line is, I need to work. Well, so I, I agree with that too, and I think that the the difference though is between the person and the priorities that you set for yourself. If your priority was to, like, if you love the beach, I'll be at the fucking beach. Yeah. If I love the beach so much, I'll be there. Right. You but know what I mean? to work and I, go home. Hey, and, I got to work too, but right. I'll find a way to get to where I'm going. And if I have a family, I'll find a way to get that family there. I think everybody is in their mindset, too, in a different mentality, is that reality is anything you make it reality is where you are reality is what you create you've created this you know wife love your wife you created you created that that family Mm -hmm. you are a product of that you want to take your kids to the beach take them to the fucking beach you got time i know you got time i know everybody has time even though you're working you don't have to work that much to not take your time you're just choosing the things that you want to do that make that suit you and you're being very and I'm not criticizing this guy because I don't. I, obviously, I've never met him, and I don't know. But I'm saying that you are not looking out for the best interest in everybody else. You're looking out for number one, you, right? And it's all about our happiness too. But making other people happy is fucking where it needs to be as well. And that is taking kids to the beach, right? Making time for them. But sometimes it's very, very hard. And I don't want to say, hey, nothing is different. Yeah, nothing what is easy. I was easy. saying was, like, wherever you go, you can't escape yes. your life. It's like the mask of Red Death. Oh, no, totally. No matter what you do, 
you can try to change it, but the reality is your life is kind of the same wherever you, you still have to work. You still have to make vacation time. You still have to, it's not like you're going to go to some place and be like, wow, I'm in utopia now. No. So, so can, if you're still living the same mathematical formula of like, this is what I do. I get up, I go to work, I have a beer, right? I go to the well, restaurant, I go okay. home, right? Well, so, okay. Change the formula. You want to go somewhere? You want to have a good time? That doesn't work for them. Like, you're living in a, a, a Caribbean beach mentality? Stay there. Mm-hmm. Stay in the beach mentality. Learn to love everything you do. It's it's hard. It, it really is. But learn to love what you got. Mix it in with what you want to do, right? You have to make that balance. There really has to have a, a, be a good balance. You really got to know what you want to work for. Because working sucks, right? Just in general. Yeah, pretty much. It does, right? Anything you do. just yeah. so, You're like, if I have to devote my time to that, even if you did have the most casual, best job in the world, doesn't matter what it is, cooking, cleaning, drinking beer on the beach, you could drink beer on the beach. Guess oh, what? You're fantastic. sick of beer. You're yeah. going to be sick of fucking you're beer. So right. That's what you said earlier. sick of beer. Who's right. sick of beer? People. You would be if you, if you were paid to drink, you'd be so tired of it. Yep. Every day you're like, I'm, <laughs> oh. I'm fucking getting tired. I'm like, but you have to. But you have to. This is your job today. This is your you have job to, today. Yeah. You have to entertain. You, you have, have to drink ten beers drink today. Ten beers today. Yeah. And you're like, I just drank ten beers yesterday. Yeah, you fucking can't do me. it. Well, this is your job, and you're not going to pay you then. Yeah. And that, you, you broke your contract. Yeah, you, you're fired, <laughs> motherfucker. Like that's what happens. <laughs> yeah, that's a very funny scenario. But yeah. that's that's a kind of a metaphor for going to work every day. Because you can't that have. would So what's the greatest job ever? Oh, I could drink beer all day. Well, after 300 days, eh, maybe that wouldn't be a great job. I'm going to give you 15 <laughs> days. You know what my vacation is? No drinking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm going to have my vacation right now. Yeah. I'm oh my not God. fucking drinking. You, oh, my God. You know what it's like not to have to drink for a week? Oh, oh my God. Dude, it's, it's amazing. It's beautiful thing ever. And I got to go back to... Work Monday morning and drink 10 and more drink beers. Drink 10 more beers. And people are like, you have the greatest job ever. And you're yeah. like, you don't understand. I don't. I you don't, don't. You don't get it. It's you horrible. Don't, you're not in my life. My friends always say, like, I'd love to be on vacation. Like, yeah. Like, you know what? I'm the best gardener ever. But okay, you want to take care of 25,000 acres of lettuce? You go do that. Yeah, you go like gardening? That. No, you don't. No, you don't. Because that's real gardening. Now you hate gardening. Yeah, you hate gardening. Right? You got a f- 250 employees. Like, you, uh, oh, you love to <laughs> landscape? Like, do somebody's. Oh, I love it. Oh, it's okay. Yeah. I'm so great at it. Dude, so do somebody's yard and you fucking for a you're living and you're, you're cooking for, it. You're cooking lasagna for four people, drinking some wine at home. And you're like, I could do this for a living. And when you do that and you're cooking fucking <laughs> lasagna for about 200 people. Every and day. Like, Every day? You're yeah. like, no. Right. Oh, my God. You. I have to do this recipe again? And no one ordered. You know what's so funny? No one ordered lasagna tonight. Now I have all this leftover lasagna that I didn't make any money on. What am I going to do with it? Exactly. That's always happens, right? You oh always have left, There's tons left. Yeah, I thought food. I was going to sell 50 orders. I only sold 20. The world now is starving. Nobody wants it. The world is starving I my lost, ass. I lost all that money. And we could be giving that shit to people that are fucking hungry. Yeah, well, it costs, yeah. But it costs money to ship it to them. Or someone come and get it. Someone yeah, come some get come it. get this shit. Get over here. Yeah. Be in a location where you can eat it and fucking... <laughs> you, say, <laughs> you ever hear that Sam Kinison? Oh, I, yeah. Go where that, the, that's my day. Those go, are my days. Go where the food is. Right. Where do you live here? Yeah, that's a horrible. But he's in the, he's yeah. in the desert. It's like, yeah, no one lives here. Get out of the desert! <laughs> Nothing grows here. Get where the food! <laughs> yeah. 
not to yell in everybody's your ear, my ear, but yeah, but no, that that was the, one of the best skits of all time. Sam Kinison was probably hands down one of the best comics. Yeah, he took it to the yeah. next level. Took it to the next a level. A little brutal. A little brutal, but I like that shit. Yeah. Be honest. Yeah, he had a horrible death. Yeah. Shitty. I don't know. I don't know how. He, I think he was... Is it a car accident? It was a car accident, but I think someone else was driving. He was with him, and they crashed, and he got killed. Yeah, his brother was behind him. They were on oh, the route oh, somewhere. Oh, I don't know what that Yeah, they, that were, was. they were on their way. Uh, uh, you know what? God forget, bless him. Yeah, I forget what state it was, but... Whatever. Hey, yeah. Regardless of whatever, yeah. you know, uh, he was. He didn't see it coming. It was. It was probably pretty clean. I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take it. If I don't see it coming, <laughs> and I just get blasted out, I'll take it. Yep. I don't know. I guess I'll take anything because I'm gonna have to, regardless of like a heart attack, stroke, whatever comes to yeah, me I don't naturally. Want that. I don't want that. It's the worst. I, I just don't want to be crazy. Why don't want to be crippled? I was walking with um, um, Don. You know Don from yeah Don. Mm-hmm. So I met him on the plaza. I was walking home, and there was a crazy lady there, in front of Walgreens, screaming. The lady with the red, she's always got red shit. No, it was someone I hadn't seen before. Okay, and she had some thing, and she was just screaming and screaming about absolutely nothing. And I said, you know what? I don't want to go out like that. I just it was it's just like oh god, mental illness is just like the worst. And that poor woman, like no one's taking care of her. Like she's right. so she's You're sane enough. Alone. She's sane enough to be out, but not sane enough to have a, anything resembling reality. Right. And this is Palo Alto. You're like, oh my god, so he's crazy. Yeah. How did she get here? Took the train, maybe from somewhere. Got kicked off yeah. the train, walked. Could, uh, the, she, who knows? The, she could I, have been born and raised here, and then no, her family died, so. and just. That, that's where, and then because you know the old folks that like closed down and opened it like uh, what's this? It was it used to be a uh, where the uh, Epiphany is. That oh hotel. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know those people. Yeah, right. So that used to be a whole yeah, old yeah. folks Olga, Olga Casa Olga. Right. So right. think about when that goes down, people got to leave. Hundred like, people. Yeah, it's like cockroaches. Yeah, and they're like, just, <sighs> and you're like, where are they going? Well, what do you mean? I, I have no. I, I, I got family, nowhere yeah. to go. Strange. Now it's uh, what is it, Opa or whatever? What the thing? Um, Nobu, yeah. Opa, Nobu, whatever. Well, right, yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Well, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Um, in closing, you want to you want to leave anything out into the world? No, I'm what good. This is great. I hope to come back. And of course, I, I'm glad yeah. if you're listening still. Uh, I love that you're interested in food and beer and everything else. Yeah, we never even got into music. We didn't even get the music. Never got the music. Fucking I Barry. go on forever. God damn, we got it. Next time, there's music. Too mu- Barry, there's too much to talk about. Love dude. it. There's okay. so much to talk about. Perfect. Um, you want you want to leave anything out into the world? Nope. Besides Everything's that, good. Yeah, I had a great time. Got a good buzz on. Joe's cool. cool. Hey, <laughs> had a great time here. Awesome. Perfect. Cool. Cheers. Well, cheers. Yeah. Cheers. Sincerely. Man. Cheers for sure. Sincerely. And thanks everybody for tuning in. You're very welcome. Thank and, you for having uh, me. Yeah, thanks thanks for coming, Barry. I really appreciate it. And uh, I'll definitely have you back for sure. We okay, got, I'm we ready. Because we got tons of shit to fucking so talk much. about. We got so much music. Food and music, I got 100 hours in me. We didn't even get music. We didn't even get Never. even to the topic. Never. That's how bad it got. Yep. That's how it got. Cool. Yeah. All, All right. right. Right on. Peace. Well, peace. Cheers. Bye. Later. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in to the podcast. 
I hope you enjoyed this episode. I wanted to say thank you to All in the Details, our sponsor. Say thank you to Barry Styles. I appreciate you coming on. And thank you to the Rosencrown Ale Arsenal. Support your local bars. Tip your bartenders. Um, we'll be doing a podcast next week. Uh, probably release it uh, next one, maybe next Friday. So I uh, hope you guys all tune in and enjoy. Yeah, let me know any feedback. Like I said, email me at a few deep uh, at gmail.com or write a review on iTunes, uh, SoundCloud. You know, write something or share it or do something. Something. Need you to do some Something. All right. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Take it easy. Late. Mm-hmm.